This week on Bones. Hey, it's me. I'm Bones. Uh, we're at a factory today. Going through. I got all those bones. Huh? What are you doing you? with all, those, got bones, all those bones? bones? It's a gift. My uh, for the factory workers. From the factory workers, they just gave them to me. Oh, they're a gift to you. Yeah, I not... thought you were giving them because you were firing them. No, 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 no. no. I wouldn't bones, give up. You're bones. a loose I... cannon. I do the one thing, and I collect the bones. It's not that loose of a cannon thing you to do. You do back to the lab, Bones. Okay, can so I... Quit take... taking them from people's bodies. <laughs> they were a gift from God. Do you know whose bones those are, Bones? No. I don't ask. Isn't it your job to find out, Bones? Well, yeah. But... I'm not... Bones, whose bones are yours? <laughs> what the fuck, Bones? You know, I haven't seen D.B. Cooper in a while. Yeah, well, his bones are fine, I can promise you. Nobody has, uh, really. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah, that was a weird <laughs> segue. Well, I'm glad they're not D.B. Cooper's bones. Nope, not most of them. You can't handle the truth! Let it out, everyone. And we're live. <laughs> we're not From live. New York, it's Bones. <laughs> Starring Bony Moynihan, a fucking skeleton, and DB Cooper, the skeleton fox, <laughs> and for the first time in forty-five years, DB Cooper is joining Saturday the podcast. Live Did he from be arrested? Probably if he came back. We, or is the statute of limitations gone on that? We could do a citizen's arrest. I don't know what the statute no. of limitations is on air piracy. It's not like he stole that much money. Yeah. 200,000? And they were acting, didn't they say he, they got it from three separate banks? One bank didn't have 200,000, or they just wanted to spread it out? Yeah, so like one bank wouldn't take the big hit. And they were asking for it. So yeah. <laughs> the way that bank was dressed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Lucas agrees. <laughs> it's true. What up, everybody? Movies. <laughs> Yeah, we are doing movies here. We know all about that. That really got said <laughs> right out of the gate, man. Um, it's no it, thing you can say. Any diehard fans might know a different laugh, different voice in there. We got a guest. Seth has invited him on. I did. He did. Tell us about your guest. This is uh, my friend Dr James. Frames? Or Drake, if you make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you were gesturing to me. I thought you were going to say, this is my friend Frames. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been good. No, I was gesturing to Brandon because uh, we graduated high school, same class, same school and everything with James here. So uh, I go way back. I actually didn't hang out until we accidentally crossed paths at Olive Garden again, though. I trained him, uh, and then he trained me at a different restaurant. Because when you're there, you're family. Yeah, and we were. My family. And then we left that family because it was just horrible. Yeah. We were the stepkids. Bad genes. Yeah. Everyone looked like ogres. Uh, Lucas, <laughs> think back yeah. to my wedding. 
Remember when we went to Old Chicago the night before? Yeah. James was our waiter. Oh, shit. I remember that. I forgot well, about that. <laughs> Holy I shit, I do guy. remember that. I only worked at Old Chicago for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> I had a wedding I asked off for in the interview, and uh, I was in the wedding. And they're like, yeah, we can get you that off. And it was that following weekend, and they scheduled me, and I didn't show up, so I didn't have a job any longer. So in the week I worked at Old Chicago, I served you the yeah. night before you. <laughs> that is awesome. That was the bachelor's party. Seth also showed up 45 minutes late, so then basketball was completely in the dark. It's not at work or something. No. He, and I remember, I, it took me a second to recognize you when I had the table, when yep. I was at the table, and it's like, the after, I'm pretty sure I already met you again at Olive Garden by that time. Yeah. yeah. I think so we're out of before. nowhere, yeah. you show up, and I was like, oh, I really do know all these guys. <laughs> <laughs> but not Lucas. No. Or Carter, probably. Or Carter. But, if I know one group, person in the group i know everybody but hey lucas those are those are good <laughs> we've we've introduced ourselves now brandon lucas seth james joining us lorenz big dog movies and movies and we can get into it this week um before i get into it this week i've got some questions for you guys shoot first question do you like the movie without a paddle yes no it's fine. They really were without a paddle, huh? <laughs> they really do be without a paddle. And my other question is, do you like jerking off in the shower? Uh, Not no. in my own shower. Yeah. Hotel showers all the way. <laughs> Hotel shower every time, yeah. <laughs> but what Sorry if, you found out this way, Brandon. What if it doesn't rinse off in your own shower, and then you just got some uh, aftermath? Yeah. Just got some rubbery aftermath there. I guess maybe I should check my diet, but... Yeah, I guess. Maybe? <laughs> I got toxic water. Well, if you answered yes to liking the movie without a paddle or jerking off in the shower, you've come to the right place. This is the good, the bad, and the movies. And mm -hmm. this week, movies. we watched... Thank you. I was surprised Lucas didn't say it. Yeah. He's used up all his movies already. <laughs> I did. But this week, we watched... Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper, which came out in 2014. A Seth recommendation. I did, yeah. <laughs> he did! I did. How'd you come across this? <laughs> Tigner. I, I actually found it um, either the night before or during recording of A Talking Cat. I was looking through Eric Roberts' uh, like IMDb, like his movies, because he was, you know, Julia Roberts' brother... Emma Roberts' dad, I thought maybe he'd been in something better than A Talking Cat, and I was looking yeah, through it. Yeah, remember I... he was an Oscar nom? <sighs> For what? I can't remember. That's fair. But I saw Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper, and I mean, the title was just too enticing. How could you not? And I, sent, I thought I sent it to you guys in the group chat, and I was like, check this out. Look at this shit. Say, and uh, I guess we I won't spoil. We bumped Ishtar for it. And we did bump Ishtar. <laughs> We're never doing Ishtar. We are doing Ishtar. Yeah. He's so scared. That'll be the next episode that comes out after this. Unless someone suggests something completely random in the group chat by then. Backdoor Bandits 9? Ooh. Yeah, that would get bumped for Ishtar. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to do the skateboard kit at some point. Still. Yeah. Well, thank you for suggesting this. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> I really appreciated it, brother. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, and before we get into it completely, we got, we're drinking beers. We're drinking beers. I got us some um, 
Jeremiah Johnson Brewing Company's Mountain Man Scotch Ale. I thought Mountain Man, you know, like D.B. Cooper was in the mountains, but also Bigfoot. Yeah. It's got a bearded man on it. Yeah. 6.5% alcohol, 20 IBUs. Does it say anything like they rate it really well? I can't remember which one it does it. Uh, it's not California. Yeah, that's what it was. Brewing, is 100% it? awesome. It's always 100% on the awesome scale. <laughs> it's got barley malt, honey, and water. So, barley malt. Out of Great Falls, Montana. Lucas? Yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, a protein shake and a Diet Dr. Pepper. Cream soda? Cream soda. Yeah. Of course. Cream soda. What do we think of the beers? I've never had it before. I like it. It's good. Yeah. I think it's pretty it's not, good. Yeah. Lucas likes it. He's a big beer guy. Yeah. It's, uh, not the best scotch ale, though, for sure. Definitely some better Montana scotch ales out there. Cold smoke? Oh, yes. Yeah. We could cold do smoke cold rocks. smoke like a fifth time. <laughs> yeah, we've done cold smoke quite a few times. Um, but we're through drinks, so let's get into the movie. And you've already kind of brought this up to Eric Roberts. Yeah. We have another tie here with our director, David Dakota. Dakota. He sounds familiar, Brandon. Uh, that's why I said it's a familiar name. You are on it today. Rings a bell. It does. There's deja vu going on over here. <laughs> Every time a bell rings, Don't do it. David Dakota makes a movie. Yeah. Mm. Your mom's nice. going to like that. <laughs> Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its David Dakota. No, you're not making it better right now. Um, what did he do? Does, yes, he rings a bell because some of his filmography, we got it's Creepazoids. John. Uh, sorority babes in the slime bowl Ooh. That's right. That's what we should push Ishtar for. <laughs> we should no. push that. <laughs> That's basically Ishtar anyways. Is it? Yeah. I don't, I've never seen Ishtar. I haven't seen either of them. I have seen Ishtar. Um, he's done Dr. Alien, The Beach Babes from Beyond, Petticoat Planet, The Leather Jacket Love Story, Talisman. Is this the guy, the Lost Pastor guy? Nope. Wolves of okay. Wall Street. Santa's Summer House. <laughs> they're brokers. Easter Bunny Puppy. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's real. But they, yeah, it's they're real. They're brokers that once a month turn into werewolves. Yeah. And it was before Wolf of Wall Street. Right. So Scorsese stole the idea. <laughs> Lucas keeps being like, all these ringing a bell, but yeah. he can't remember which one it was. An Easter Bunny Puppy. Badass Showdown, 90210 Shark Attack, Asian Ghost Story. Is it 90210 Reno, Nevada? No, that's Beverly Hills. Okay. Um, a Husband for Christmas. <laughs> a Talking Pony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a Talking Cat. There it is. Those are two separate movies. Those are two Yeah. <laughs> It's not a talking pony colon a talking cat. That would be awesome. Yeah, they that got movie would fuck. <laughs> Same plot line, just different animal talking in it. Yeah, basically, they just got two stories running simultaneously. They never meet up in the middle. It's just by the same director. Movies. So yeah. another, it's kind of like Bigfoot the... and DB Cooper, two completely different storylines that really don't meet up in the middle. They are forced to. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Brandon. We still got the movie to get to. Um. So yeah, good old David Dakota. What do we think of this compared to a talking cat, James? 
I guarantee a talking cat's better, and I've never seen it. I think you <laughs> nailed it. I think, uh, yeah. I completely don't remember anything about a talking cat at all. What happened in that one? Remember there was a talking cat? <laughs> yeah, but I get that mixed up with Love on a Leash, where there's a talking dog. So, it was the That's talking true. cat, but he could only talk to a human once. That's the and rules. He, and he, there was they the, never discussed There the was rules. the tree with the shoes oh. on. The tree with shoes. I Wait. told James about the tree with shoes. Remember, he the lost stilettos. his color in the woods, and he's trying to get them all together, and the Does cheese puffs. he get puffs hit by a car at the end? Yeah, he gets hit by a car, and then they're okay. like, the is there one a gay guy's kid? Like, yeah. yeah. He's not, like, but clearly. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the swimming, okay. and then they're like, we need to get him help. And he's like, oh, there's a collar in the woods somewhere, and they put it on yeah, him, and he yeah, glows yeah, yeah. and floats. The best the part of the movie. protagonist. <laughs> yeah. The be- yeah, that guy sucked. He looks the so The software bad. billionaire. Yeah. The best part of the movie is when he's, and the cat says, I'm Duffy. I'm a talking cat. And then yeah. he had his finger guns. He did do yeah, that's finger pretty cool. Guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think I don't know. Well what did we give that one? I, I probably we, gave it like a seven or something. You did. You <laughs> did. Seven out of ten. You Seth were. and I were like one point seven and maybe two point one or something. Yeah. No, was, kinda, Seth was probably two point because he wouldn't have done an odd number unless it's seven point three. Yeah. I think Dakota has some strengths. Really? I do. Okay. Lucas loves really bad movies. And then Not always. Writers. <laughs> you got Harvey Scheiman, who did Three Wicked Witches and 666 Creepy Carrie. But <laughs> K-R-E-E-P-Y K-E-R-R-Y. K. Yeah. Okay. There should have been one more K, so it was like K-K-K too. It was C-R-E-P-E-E. Carrie. No. Crepey. Because she loves pancakes. She was a pancake the whole time. That'd be a good movie. <laughs> um, and then your other writers, David Dakota. Oh. He's done creepazoids. They're not all the same, I promise. Oh, I thought okay. you were about to run it back <laughs> through. <laughs> Some of them are. Creepazoids, Chick Boxer. Ooh. Okay. That sounds fun. <laughs> it does. The Leather Jacket Love Story. Uh, final stab. Um, one that's just called leeches with an exclamation point. Leeches? Yeah. Huh. Scary. Um, yeah. the badass showdown, speed demon, the raven, body blow. Um, he did the whole thirteen thirteen film series. You know those classics. Yeah. There were thirteen of them. He did thirteen of them. Of the 13 13s. Okay. Yeah. Um, How would you differentiate them? <laughs> I think you number them. There's 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, He's made like 160 movies, right? And he has like nine different monikers and yes. aliases. He's sick. He's, he doesn't want everybody to think that he sucks. So he's like, he has sometimes cancer. he pretends he's a woman when he, in the credits. Like he'll just put a different name in there. <laughs> he's an auteur. He's in sick. a way, he's an auteur. Auteur? He's a sickly man. He's an auteur. Ugh. Um, 
And then a cast for you. It's a big cast. You got Jordan Rodriguez, Honk. Liam Watkins. What's that? Jordan Rodriguez, Honk. he's a good looking man. Oh my god, he was so hot. <laughs> he probably was the most attractive one. <laughs> I should have quoted myself because that was sitting down here watching it myself. And the first thing I go, oh my god, he's fucking hot. Are you telling me you didn't tough. quote yourself? Um, I don't remember. Okay. I might have. But Jordan Rodriguez, Liam Watkins, hot. DJ Aiken. Not hot. Kyle George. Not hot. Keith Metcalf. Not hot. Adam Graff. He's pretty hot. Terrence J. Rotolo. That was D.B. Cooper. He was not hot. That was D.B. Cooper. <laughs> he had money, though. So Nils. he's hot. Money. And this guy's glasses. name is Nils. Nils Allen Stewart. Yeah, that's Bigfoot. He's also yep. not hot. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and Eric Roberts. Who did Eric Roberts? Was he the narrator? Yeah, he was the narrator. Yeah. Sound of that tinny in the bathroom again. It wasn't as tinny. Not quite. Still tinny. bad. I just, he always is in David Dakota films. Yeah, they must be good buddies. friends or something. Yes, yeah, <laughs> golf buddies. It's just like uh, Tippy Hedren in the Birdemic movies. Yeah, I think he, that was mostly an illegal friendship. I think he just kept using <laughs> her name without. Yeah, that's true. I saw Birdemic last night in theaters for April Fool's at the that's Babcock. Sick. They showed they showed the birds at third, 3.30. Oh, yeah. And then at 8, they showed Birdemic. <laughs> Well, I can't hear Tippy Hedren's name the same anymore, man. Without Tippy Hedren vagina? Yeah. <laughs> but I watched it, and there wasn't a lot of people there. And there was a group of people behind us that were yelling the whole movie. Like, take a look at this driving scene! Oh my god. Did you take a look, though? I, yeah, I did. <laughs> I had to. It was good advice, you yeah. know, at the end a of podcast. the podcast. shouting in a movie theater podcast she this lady that kept shouting she was like over 60 on like one-liners during the movie oh no some people did say some funny things like shouting it out but she was bad yeah (laughs) she's bombing out there but i did overhear her say that they did the room there at the babcock and they invited greg sestero there so that they could do a meet and greet and do autographs and stuff. my friend went to that and got to play catch with him with the football they recreated this scene in tuxedos I, he probably wore a tuxedo too and he was a huge fan of the room he's he was a big movie buff we should add him on before he moved movie movie yeah he, he used to do like a oscar version of fantasy football where they would draft movies instead it was pretty sick Jim and they Joe. had trophies made and the the losing one was uh it was a well the winning one was like the infinity gauntlet and the losing one is also the infinity infinity gauntlet but it was made out of dildos instead <laughs> and they just like taped shit around i it thought it was gems. filled with shit it was what filled with shit it probably was it Gym will be show. after a couple uses Ooh, nice well that's our cast good old david dakota all of his <laughs> returners uses. and a quick plot for you guys is that when several young hunters arrive at a secluded lodge in the pacific northwest little do they know that they will become the hunted. Yeah. Several young hunters, because all their names were Hunter. They were all Hunter Hash. Yeah. One was Cameron. <laughs> I remember Cameron. What'd you say? That was Cameron. I don't think Cameron was a name. I remember Noel. Morgan, that's Lou. it. Morgan was it. I only remember Morgan. Bernie. That was the only name I heard. Bernie. Bernie, that was the main character that came at, what, like, 
15 minutes before it ended. It was yeah. the first time I heard his name. <laughs> Until the end. I just, it was terrible because they didn't say any names. So when they're hunting, I was like, the two-man group with the main guy is them. And then there's the three-man group and then the jack-off guy in the show. They're mostly identifiable the by their guy. body types. Yeah. Me. There was the shorter Latino guy that didn't want to take off his shirt a lot. Yeah. I was surprised when he took it off and he was ripped. Now, I really feel bad for the short chubbiest one on that jog scene because that went on for like 20 minutes God, he was the worst actor I, but him yelling oh i won't i guess i shouldn't skip way ahead we'll get there <laughs> yeah. i'll give hunter hash's props he's a better actor than all these guys yeah but his body he's more in shape than the short chubby guy probably yeah i think he is um so it's history time i have no history Huh. That was a quick history time. Was a quick history lesson. There was more history in the movie about D.B. Cooper than fucking I, ha- I found in my research. And some real every footage, minutes of, <laughs> Every couple of minutes, a 45-segment history lesson about D.B. Cooper. <laughs> well, there was the first one, and I don't think the next one came for like 30 minutes. I yeah, it was a D.B. Cooper was a part of the movie. Yeah. Forget about him. After <laughs> <laughs> just through a couple montages. So... <laughs> History's done. It means it's budget time. James, you want to sing our budget song? I'll make it up. This is budget time. <laughs> that was yeah, it's decent. <laughs> Hire me. He went from high pitch to staccato. Yeah, it's, I liked it. It's it stinger at the end of the commercial. I like it. Discover Montana Fair. <laughs> Was it? Should I redo it? Yeah, do a different one. Right. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We're talking about money. Budget. <laughs> nice. nice. Two for two. <laughs> they were both Let's right. Give- <laughs> I said the word budget in both. I passed. <laughs> That's <laughs> really all you need to do. Uh, so, yeah, it's the budget bitch time. Yeah. Budget bitch. Going downtown with the budget bitch. Watch out! Yeah. That's our licensed one. We have that one licensed. What do we think the budget of this film was? You don't have any numbers on this. Oh, you do? When you subscribe to IMDb Pro, you can. (laughs) Really? That's a feature. Find out what these shitty films paid for it. Yeah. You pay extra to see what this movie costs and then realize (laughs) you paid more than what this movie costs. I'm going to say $15 then. I'll bounce it up to twelve hundred. I'll say a hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Did you say fifty or a hundred and fifty? A hundred and fifty, Brandon. Wow, that was a nice house they rented out. <laughs> that is true. true. I, I, it looked like the same house from a talking cat a little bit. He just no, owns, but this there was house. no spiral staircase, and so we know it was. no tree with shoes. <laughs> it wasn't the porno shoot house. Debatable. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into that, it that house did not belong in the Pacific Northwest forest. Like, what the fuck was that? It was an abandoned house. Abandoned Very abandoned and well-furnished. <laughs> well-furnished abandoned <laughs> house. We all know one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I couldn't find a budget. I don't subscribe to IMDb Pro. Yeah. It's $20 a month. You're to rich. find out what? So you can edit IMDb pages. So it becomes Wikipedia? 
Pretty much. You're telling me all the information I read and take as fact is just written by some people that don't know how to really spend their money? Yeah. Or it's probably, like, actual, like, movie intellectuals. They probably limit who can be on there. Like, if you start to just put random shit, they'll cut you off. But I should edit the Mel page. Yeah. Because we know that. We have a couple more facts about it now. Um, no budget, no box office. Um, I doubt this ever made it to theaters. Do we have a guess of what this would have made? I mean, yeah, I think it's it literally out negative. can't go to the theaters. Can't show this at a theater. Why not? Maybe like an adult theater. Yeah, maybe it made money in those. I bet. I'm gonna say. I bet it probably made. I don't know. It, it was pretty hard to track down. It probably made three hundred thousand dollars in DVD and sales and offline stuff like that. I spent two dollars on it today, and the title sells it. The, t- the title, I mean, it got... The title's me. so misleading. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It does draw you in, and not being able to find any information on it, it wouldn't... Like, nothing would turn you off the movie. It's almost more like, wow, this is a movie that like nobody else has seen. I should definitely rent this. I don't know, I'll just say, like, 10,000. Yeah, my guess is probably, like, 100,000. Nothing in theaters, but, yeah, like, DVD sales and whatnot. I, I bet it probably broke even, sadly, which is stupid. <laughs> it has 400 Just watches on Letterboxd, so if it's $2 a pop for each one of those, that's some money. That's $800, yeah. Nice. Yeah. At least. <laughs> At least. I, I'm i happy that you brought up Velocipaster, because when Seth was asking James if he wanted to be on, he showed him the list of the movies, and you were, Seth was like, what the hell is D.B. Cooper, or Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper? And I thought, like, if we had the Velocipaster still on here, everybody would see that and be like, what the fuck is the Velocipaster? I'm going to say it now. I think the Velocipaster was so much better than this. It has its strengths, too. That music video? Oh, fuck. Yeah, the sex scene was a high point, for sure. <laughs> that sex scene fucked. I'll have to show you guys that. Literally. It's, it's awesome. But, it can't wait. With that... <laughs> It's time for taglines. Right at the bottom, Seth. James, you want to read the taglines? Right at the bottom. Verbatim. Speak up. Get your voice Uh, out there. Now the truth can be told. That's it. That's the only one. That's the only one. Yeah. What truth were they looking for? What happened to D.B. Cooper? Or Bigfoot. Or the truth were, about Bigfoot, yeah. That's I a good take. They were on a bachelor party and brought their buddy to hunting, even though his buddy doesn't hunt. <laughs> was that not the beginning? They're like, we're That's here. true. I'm still confused. Was it a bachelor <laughs> party or was it just mm-hmm. bros? No, it was a bachelor. It was like a last getaway, they said. Last hoorah, and he's a lover, not a killer. Mm. So we're stealing quotes, I see. Ah, shit. The, the Jump movie, the gun, I couldn't wait. This is done, ridiculous. <laughs> the movie only had like nine minutes of dialogue, so it's really hard to pick. Yeah. You could have quoted the whole thing and still been fine. Um, Brandon definitely did. Quoted the whole movie? Yeah, you probably have 19 quotes. I think I have eight. I have my favorite quote, so let me get it before you start listing Kat. yours, because you got it for sure. That'll be, that'll be later. All right, but I'm just saying let me go first. Can't. Because that's all I got. Why didn't Brandon... <laughs> Uh, taglines of our own? 
Um, when legends collide. Um, we're just doing good taglines now. We're not like making. Fun I was gonna of them. say Bigfoot versus DB Pooper. That's bad. <laughs> it's basically um, the title. It's just the tagline. Yeah. But you've chosen a side, apparently. Like, you're rooting for Big, Bigfoot, obviously. Yeah. Big Monstrous Beast versus Bigfoot. Nice. A little misdirection there. Who is Direction? <laughs> what? Misdirection. Direction to you. <laughs> Wouldn't you just ask who is Misdirection then again? Why would you get rid of her title? I don't know. I don't have anything. You lost me a while ago. Yeah. We're making Doctor Direction. Oh, yeah, because taglines almost always suck, so we're just like, oh, They're check this out. Watching their beef. Yeah, I got nothing else. <laughs> That's Aroused good. by men? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> uh, Will Bigfoot go down by a BB gun? Bigfoot versus BB? <laughs> BB Cooper. I was... Good. Ooh, I was going to say, you know what they say about big feet, and that's just going to be it. It leaves you hanging. That's good. Gene Simmons would love this. Lead singer Kiss? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the workout guy. Who's that? That's Russell Simmons. Richard Simmons. Richard, Richard Simmons. Russell Simmons hey, is a rapper. Russell Simmons is a rapper. No. Bill Simmons. He's a comedian. I, ben Simmons. I'm thinking of Eric Sermon. That's a running back. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a Trey Sermon. It's Afghani. We're going it's, more and more down a rabbit hole here. There's so many names out there. Um. All right. <laughs> Posters. Squatch facts. Well, I was actually going to have us discuss the poster because we oh, didn't have any budget or basically taglines yeah. or history. Give us something to do. We could do each other. Mm. Like they did. Only if we watched the movie. What do you guys think of this poster? I like it. It's it's like reminiscent of the sort of old school Universal Monster movies. Yeah. I see that. It, it looks it, like a little yeah. swamp creature. Oh, like a, oh my gosh. It's like a classic sort of Bigfoot <laughs> deal. That's the first photo on IMDb. <laughs> That's the first photo yeah, of Brandon's well, camera roll. I, mean, <laughs> I thought we were going through yeah, camera is. roll. <laughs> is that Marina wearing a Bigfoot hand? <laughs> yeah, but that's still not you. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, I got real trim real quick. Uh, I do like the poster, honestly. I think it's pretty cool. As ridiculous as the movie title is and mm -hmm. what you would assume the plot of it is, the poster's pretty cool. Poster it looks nice. Yeah. Poster fucks. There was one that I saw, whatever the one on Vimeo was, it was like that same Bigfoot, but instead of D.B. Cooper in front of him holding a briefcase, it was just shirtless men around it. And I, was I like, saw that one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one I <laughs> saw. We were renting it, yeah. They were like silhouetted into yeah. the background. <laughs> you clearly had a good poster and then you ruined <laughs> the hell out of it. But I do or agree. Or you know your audience. It kind of gives me like swamp creature vibes, like old horror movie style. Yeah. King Kong, man. The the yeah. creature, the 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 blue lagoon. What is it? Black lagoon. Black lagoon. Mm, so always close. Doubloons. Oh, I love gold. I love gold. What is that from? Anyway, gold members. Okay, you said that before. It's I've asked, haven't I? Gold. 
On Let's Sea go. of Thieves, I made Let's us go. join the Gold Hoarders and only do their missions because I love God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying, and now I've been saying it whenever I play, and I just I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> You're a pirate. What else could you do? That's fair. So that's, that's poster. We like it. Um, we like it. Facts time. You said already Squatch facts. Facts Squatch. DB facts. Uh, There's got to be a good one. There's so many words in this title. We're name. Sorry, we're naming our facts right now. We're gonna get into the facts, and we gotta have like a pun around it. DB Cooper like, versus Big Facts. Big ooh. Facts versus DB Cooper. Big Facts versus DB Cooper is pretty good. It's not bad. Put the facts sure. in the bag. No, we can't keep. Put the facts in the bag. This is a hold up. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Actually, we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> we can't keep doing that. It's a good. Uh, monkey facts. Drop facts. <laughs> that's good. We're in a lot of fires in the movie, though. Almost zero. Wait, what did he say? He said, "Stop dropping facts." <laughs> I think we should put a pin in that because it'll be good for um, Ishtar. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Is it? Yeah, it's great for Ishtar. You wouldn't know because you haven't seen it. But yeah, I don't listen to the podcast either. We're never gonna see it. We are. I promise you. I I um, like big facts versus DB Cooper. Big facts. Facts um, a day keeps the doctor away. That's good. Um, two in the hand. One in the hand is worth two in the facts. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good. Gonna say one one facts in the bush. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. I'm listening. Half your age plus facts. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all I, that's my favorite. So far. <laughs> that's what we're doing. All I was going to say was just put the facts in the bag again. <laughs> that was your idea. <laughs> Hear me out. Put the facts in the bag. This is a hold up. I really want to do half your age plus facts. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's it. Because a little chubby one was probably, I don't know. <laughs> all right. I guess it's half your age plus facts time. Nice. So, Bernie. You gonna join us on the hunt? Yeah, we're gonna head out and split up into a team of two. Make it kind of like a contest and see who can kill the most birds. Yeah, and six of us, it makes it even. Five. I'm a lover, not a killer. <laughs> Come on, Morg. She hasn't cut your balls off yet, has she? <laughs> Whatever, I'm taking a shower. After three hours in the Bronco with you guys, I need it. Smells manly. It's good for you. Probably the worst named facts we are. I mean, it's the best, but like, it does <laughs> not least correlate at all. Named. Yeah. Yeah. Cats. Cats facts would have been better somehow. Yeah. Some way. Some way, somehow. All right, Seth, tell us about our first fact. Our first fact. Uh, actually, James, why don't you take this one away? You dirty dog. Because you do have a fact for this. Oh, I... Just trying to figure out how to watch this movie, which was ridiculously hard. I stumbled across a Reddit post who claimed to be a crew member. And uh, he said it was shot in under two weeks, as well as lots of the people that worked on the crew were hired off of Craigslist and made $8 an hour. Nice. It was funny. Economical. I was watching this and I was like, ouch, ouch. Get out of here. (laughs) 
was that Alex? <laughs> no, it was the cat. He oh. just got fucking attacked by Bigfoot. <laughs> was Sorry. that D.B. Cooper biting your bone? <laughs> oh, Bigfoot Sorry. doesn't attack him. D.B. Cooper does. <laughs> D.B. Cooper turns it. Sorry. Bigfoot. Oh. Um, that's actually a good fact. I was watching this, and the whole time I was thinking, this had to have taken, like, three days to... Like, if we tried to make this movie... Yeah. It would take super long because we'd have to get into shape for it. <laughs> but yeah. they could have done it three days. We, yeah. we could just keep our shirt on. I mean, there's 75% of the movie is running can't. scenes nope. on a trail. <laughs> Non-negotiable. We lose it. Because we have to get ripped. Well, it would be a different movie. Yeah. That's part uh, of what makes it this movie. I don't know. Seth and I were talking during it. It's like, wouldn't this be better if there's just like one big fat dude flexing in the mirror with that BB gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> during the montage. It kind of was, but yeah. Kind of, but Chris Farley esque was the word that James used. <laughs> just imagine him getting down and then randomly someone throws a table behind him and he falls through it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's classic Chris Farley. Yeah. Fatty fall. The, <laughs> they all live in that mansion, but he lives in a van down by the river. <laughs> And they didn't let him in, so he's giving the pep talk to Bigfoot. <laughs> Is Bigfoot a euphemism for a fat man? Damn. Damn. This movie goes deep. I thought Damn. Bigfoot was closer to God. There was a a different fact I was thinking of that you told me earlier. Um, I don't know I don't know if it was the same Reddit post, but you said somebody had claimed that the craft services table cost more than the movie did. The same make. post on that. He said uh, the he remembers a little bit from it since it was so long ago, but he goes, that was some of the best food I've ever had, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it cost more than the entire movie. So the most of their uh, budget was for catering. It almost sounded like the director was like, you know what, I want to eat good for a weekend. Uh, let's shoot a movie and get this on I've heard, document. Yeah, I've heard the key to having happy actors is a good craft table. So you, I mean, not good actors, but happy actors. Some Wagyu, yeah. mm. some snails, some chorizo fried rice. Oh. No honeydew, though. No honeydew. Garbage <laughs> fruit. Keep that off no the tray. No relish tray in general. Nobody ever eats the relish trays of the party, and my mom's always like, let's get two. I, I kind of munch on it. Makes me feel like I eat uh, healthy. Everybody munches on it, but I throw away one and three quarters relish trays every time. It's a funnier mom... Is getting brought up, like throwing strays at her for no reason. Just throwing shade. I care has two crudite platters at Super Bowl parties, and it's making me sick. <laughs> I just need it to stop, Mom. <laughs> if you're hearing this, this is an intervention. <laughs> no more charcuterie boards. No more crudites. No charcuterie's fine. Just well, people bring love me wagyu. Just wagyu, yeah. <laughs> just raw wagyu beef patties <laughs> with a little bit of salt and pepper. That does sound good. It does sound good. Fuck, I'm <laughs> hungry now. I didn't eat lunch. You fool. Me neither. And I'm eat, drinking three beers. Me neither. Um, my first fact is that it's actually a returning fact. So if you've listened to Without a Paddle, you've heard it. This is for James. Hmm. On July 8, 2016, the FBI officially closed the D.B. Cooper investigation after 45 years. D.B. Cooper was the name that reporters gave to a man who, in 1971... Hijacked an airliner, extorted two hundred thousand from its owner, Northwest Orient, and parachuted off the airborne plane with twenty-one pounds of twenty-dollar bills strapped to his body. He was never caught, and it is generally assumed that he did not survive the parachute landing. How Case closed. 
how could they not find a parachute hanging from a tree or something? Because, of course, they don't know where he jumped, but don't they know the direction he was going? Can't they just backtrack a wee bit, fly over? Probably. There's but all sorts of stuff. Like, it was FBI a crazy agent? stormy night. He could have landed in, like, a giant area because they have, like, a five-minute radius of when he could have jumped or not. He might not have even opened the parachute. He might have just fell right away. It's all sorts of stuff could have happened. I believe the they found... The triangle might have sucked him up. That's I believe true. they found some of the money, like five thousand of the dollars or something, in a river bank somewhere in Oregon. Um, I think that's I think that's true. So I think it's it's pretty generally believed he died, or he died in a little underground cave thing, like in without a paddle. He could have. That does seem likely. Yeah. And then his friend stole his bones. <laughs> You're right. Two hundred thousand, like, is. Not a lot. Like, yeah, if you get away with money. it, gotta stay on the run. You can't even afford the run for more than a year. No, in the, in the 70s, 70s money, could. he could have bought the Mets. <laughs> then Look he'd up be the price of money. the Mets in 1971. <laughs> <laughs> 1973 would have been $1.4 million today. Still not so worth it. probably could have bought the Mets. No, you probably could have owned the Mets. The Mets. No, the Mets like, today are the Mets are like billions of dollars. He said $1.4 What did I just say? Billions. Yes. Close enough. One letter. What? And three decimal places. Ooh. In 1980, the Mets sold them for $20 million. So I think it's pretty feasible. I think it's not. It's pretty close. <laughs> he could have bought the Mets. He could have been partial owner. He could have like bought his way onto the team. Yeah, he yeah. plays for them. He did. That's where D.B. Cooper was hiding, on a team nobody cares <laughs> about. Until Strawberry. he got caught betting on his own team. <laughs> he was <Dale laughs> He was Pete Rose. He was yeah. Pete Rose. He was Dale betting. <laughs> well, can we sidetrack? Like, Pete Rose shouldn't have been condemned so much. He always bet on his own team. It's not like <laughs> he was going to throw the game, right? Can we stop putting Dragon Pete Rose's he was name just, through the dirt? He's I so think Cal would himself. agree with you about that. Yeah, because it's like, of course, he shouldn't have been betting, but he bet on his own team every single time. I just can't get that out of my head. Not ever, 24-7. I'm just like, poor Pete Rose. We lost Skeevy. <laughs> we did lose Skeevy. It's a funny bit to think that, like, D.B. Cooper was hiding in an irrelevant franchise, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Right? That's absolutely asinine. He played for the Coyotes in the... NHL. NHL. He played for the Eagles before Michael Fick. He was. <laughs> they, hey, they were relevant. They were just Super Bowl. <laughs> he was actually the main character in that movie, Invincible. It was D.B. Cooper. Oh, wow. He was the guy that did... Yeah. He did the open tryouts. Oh, you're Who's right. That's Seth. Yeah, we're Skeevy. I'm Skeevy. No, I'm over here now. Yeah, what I'm Skeevy. What up? <laughs> All right, my next fact, there was not a lot out there, but I found what I could. There are three IMDb's, zero quotes. There's like nothing on IMDb. So I had to, I had to dig a little bit, but Linnea Quigley, yeah. who I didn't put in my cast, is the top build despite having only one line of voiceover dialogue and never appearing in the film. Yeah, no that females was- appear in the film on screen. <laughs> This did not pass the Bechdel test. No. Back to the facts. I mean, it's in intentional, that same, but... In that same Reddit post, uh, lots of the crew members supposedly asked the director if they were making a gay porno. And yeah. the director would respond, no, I'm making this for... Um, Linnea Quigley. Yeah. And also, which they respond, we have no idea who that is. We've never heard of her in our lives. 
<laughs> never seen her or anything. I'm honestly surprised Eric Roberts isn't the top build. <laughs> a mistake, to be sure. <laughs> That's where it went wrong. Yeah. From the first We're part on billing. Julian Rodriguez becoming a top model or something, and eventually you're like, oh, let's check out this movie he made five years ago. Yeah. But they should have made <laughs> Eric Roberts. He's fucking hot. They're waiting for him to become a Taylor Lautner type. Yeah. yeah. And people dig up his old shitty movies. His, his bones. bones. His <laughs> shark boy. Next fact is that Next the fact. actor that plays D.B. Cooper also voices Frank West and David Dakota's Dead Rising and Dead Rising 2. Okay. So he's another cool. kind of like returning guy. Yeah. It seemed like he had the most acting skills. The others didn't even he's act. The they just ran. Actor. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, next fact was, uh, this was on Red Letter Media's Best of the Worst. There was Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper, Black Cougar, and Raw Force. The entire panel declared that it was the worst m- movie they've ever watched in the entire history of the series. Hmm. They're a little I'm harsh on that. Guess, sorry. Huh? On what? I'm sorry. Red Letter Media? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was um, that Reddit post that James and I keep bringing up. There's a subreddit for those guys, and that's how they like heard about the movie in the first place, a lot of them. It's, I think they, they kind of do what we do. I think so, too. I think they have a series on their podcast that's um, the best of the worst, I think, is what it's called. And this movie was in the, the top ten somewhere of the worst things they've ever seen in their lives. Uh, well, my Can't fact was... My fact was was on Red Letter Media's best of the worst. Okay, sorry. So if you just listen, I don't listen to, to the podcast fucking when I'm podcast. On the I was writing a quote. I just remembered. I wanted to get it before I forgot, and I that's fair. Zoned out for Ouch. like five minutes. And my last fact for you is not nominations. It was it was not nominated for anything, but it does a golden fall. trailer award. No, <laughs> the golden schmoes or anything. It falls on our IMDb bottom 100. Now, mm. it didn't have enough reviews to actually oh, make the list. Sure. But when I look at the list, like I have with, um, like, the Star Wars Holiday Special and stuff like Cross that. Lost of Pastors, shit like that. Yeah, it falls on here. So, this ranked number five of the worst movies of all time, according to IMDb. The There's others that... <laughs> they don't get it. The they others don't get it. <laughs> Fundamentally. The others that we have done on at this point were number four, Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. Mm. Dirk Cameron. That's Dirk so much Cameron. worse than this. This one is just like a, a romp. That one is like, like an romp? attempt at evil. A romp this in is the a hay, romp. maybe. Yeah. I'm gonna say right now, a talking cat runs laps around this. I don't know about laps. Laps like a cat drinking milk, maybe. Yeah. A talking <laughs> cat. <laughs> yeah. Sipping on tuna chunks in water. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not hungry anymore. Other ones we've done is Birdemic 2, The Resurrection at number 9. A Back good up film. in your ass. Birdemic at number 12. Another good film. Hottie and the Naughty, number 15. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah. The Star Wars Holiday Special at 19? <laughs> very, of course. Very bad. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. You've seen the Star Wars Holiday yeah. Special? 
And it was like a, a recording off a phone on YouTube. It popped yeah. up in my yeah, I, recommended. They recommended it? To yeah. You? And you watched all 80 minutes? Well, because I was playing like Star Wars, Knights of the Republic a lot, you know, you, and I was trying to 100% it on the achievements on Steam. So, you know, I look up a bunch of stuff <laughs> in this. So then I acted, you know, my YouTube has a bunch of Star Wars stuff in it. They're like, why not throw this at him? He likes yeah. watching video game videos. <laughs> so you watch Brady Bunch esque <laughs> drama. So you watched Itchy Jerk Off? In the living room on Christmas in front of his family? Yeah, I definitely don't remember that. Is that real? <laughs> That's real. I do not yeah. remember that He watches that part. a porno. I feel like I would have been traumatized. It's I do girl. not remember that whatsoever, and I feel like that would have stuck quite a bit. Should we watch that one of these nights? Fuck. No, not now. <laughs> you should listen to that podcast. We Seth cried. Seth Seth had a panic attack. He had to leave. I, I had like a st- we doing that movie. I had like a straight panic attack. When we were talking about it. I was laughing so hard. It, I I don't know what it turned into, but I had to like leave the room. I went out. Brandon's wife, Marina, is just like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> she's genuinely concerned. I got like tears in my eyes. I can't breathe. And she's like, "Are you all right?" And I was like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't know right now." God damn. <laughs> what else is on the list, Brandon? Um, cats at number forty-three. Uh- <laughs> You haven't even seen Cats. Wait, is it the new one? I, yeah, yeah right. that's I take great. I'm so it. glad. Uh, Dragon Wars, number 76. Bad. With the Amugi and the Yiju yeah, and the Baraki. Could you say those At least the time? Great Wall was fucking cool. That Amugi. I listened to your guys' Great Wall, and honestly, it makes me want to watch it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we inspired you. I haven't listened to that one yet. Is it good? Uh, yeah, I was glad. And the way you guys were talking about just the action scenes, I think it was you, Luke, talking about. Okay, it's not about them actually trying to fight. The way they were bungee jumping off the walls was just fantastic. He loved it. Yeah, that style. <laughs> yeah, as it made me want to see it. <laughs> They're breathing their art out of their bodies when they dive. <laughs> That's movies. That's emugi. <laughs> Yeah, Seth's like, they don't have any armor. Like, that's not the point, Seth. <laughs> they don't have any what? They don't have any armor. <laughs> they don't. They built this big wall and they know how to bungee jump. You don't. It's a that's movie. That's true. Yeah. They did way more than you've ever done, Seth. Yeah, so sit down. They're going to get eaten. <laughs> I'm being prosecuted. Because <laughs> you can't Persecuted, jump. not prosecuted. Sorry. Because I can't bungee jump. <laughs> Yeah. I hate it here. The last one's on this list. The, the last myself one. just left James. <laughs> the last one on this list is at number 96, The Wicker Man. A oh, Wicker Man's so good. It was a good episode. I never seen the film. Oh, you episode. should watch. That is a great episode. Our first ever best tangent winner, Winona Ryder versus the truck. <laughs> Winona Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to listen to that one, James. <laughs> I'm all about Winona Ryder, all right? Stardom to I think the original Wicker Man <laughs> is on my watch list, but not the the new one. But not the Nick Cage remake? Yeah. Interesting. Well, that concludes our... Wait, what was our facts? It wasn't big facts versus... <laughs> <laughs> Half your age facts. plus facts. Half our age plus facts. <laughs> it's genius. That's the formula. It's... And that applies to more places than this uh, segment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Life. So, that's my everyday. With that, let's AJ get into the movie. Partner. Oh, he's doing the He's doing the clapboard. Yeah. Did you hear my noise? Oh, that's a good touch. You didn't hear my noise? I heard you go. Oh, you didn't hear we my We got to run it back. Yeah, yeah let's 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 Sorry. flash back. 
Oui, oui. Oh, okay. That was it. That was it. <laughs> Thank you. So I guess Nicole I don't know why in... your video hasn't started again. <laughs> Is this normal? No. Kevin didn't like that. Yeah. It's... Maybe it's to relieve it or something. I don't know. Yeah. You're not auto tuned anymore, so that's good. That's um, great. So I that assume Nicole Kidman was is going to fight Bigfoot. Yeah, Nicole Kidman's fight clearly Cooper fighting Bigfoot. If it's like a three man bracket, but but like first she had like <laughs> DB versus DB Cooper versus Nicole Kidman, <laughs> but like DB Cooper hijacked DB Cooper hijacked the plane. Like Nicole Kidman's still trying to get through like is TSA. She doesn't have the TSA pre check, so she's still at the airport. Like. Yeah. They're waiting. Like, the Bigfoot's like checking his watch. She's like, what the fuck? Where's Nicole? Blessing in disguise. No, she's a plane, like in planes. <laughs> <laughs> DB Cooper boarded Nicole Kidman <laughs> to like, fight a hijacker. She said, not today. Spilled <laughs> him out over the Pacific. Yeah, she said, my friend Bigfoot's got something to say about this. Trying to jack me. Get off. Yeah. <laughs> She jacked off D.B. Cooper. <laughs> off he went. Not like that, Brandon. You misunderstand me. I'm still laughing. I'm just... Get off. I'm, I'm still... Right? I'm still imagining Nicole Kidman as a plane. <laughs> like her face. Yeah. Well, because there's the skin gets stretched out. <laughs> exactly. Like you've seen planes, and it's like Dane Cook has personified a plane. It's got eyes. Was Dane Cook in planes? He was the plane. Was, oh my plane. god! He was the main plane. But in this one, yeah, plain. no DB Cooper. That DB Cooper is this animated? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not live action. I think Salma Hayek is his love interest. Oh no! Or Sofia Vergara, somebody hot. But Ooh. no, yeah, that, you can personify the plane. But yeah, like James said, we've just stretched Nicole Kidman <laughs> into the shape. Of the yeah. Where do they board her on? You don't want to know. Probably her puss. <laughs> yeah. Probably the puss. Yeah. Her it's gills. moved to the side. Or the stitching where she got her liver transplant. She t- <laughs> She did. She got stolen. <laughs> Nicole, that's canon. Nicole got a liver transplant. Yeah. And that's where you as enter her. Stolen. Allegedly. Oh, okay, somebody stole her. Allegedly. A liver. Allegedly. And then turned her in a plane. I got you. So yeah. Livers go life. for like 200,000, but Nicole Kidman livers. Was that a Letterkenny reference? Allegedly. It definitely was. No, more Pat McAfee since he's getting sued by Brett Favre for allegedly. Is he? Oh, yeah. For defamation. Huh. Aaron Rodgers still isn't on the Jets either. He will be soon, hopefully. I'm going to be devastated if he's not. Never seen Jets win a game. I might. Are you a Jets fan? No, I'm a Rams fan. (laughs) It's just fun to see the underdog win. Every time I've ever seen Jets TV actually, Jets game actually make TV, never seen them win. I did see that they have the longest American drought of not making the playoffs now that the Kings, the Sacramento Kings just did. So It's not that long though. They made it with Sanchez. Yeah, it was 2011. And then he cursed that with the butt fumble. And that was... Four months after I got a signed Mark Sanchez jersey. Nice. That's probably worth more now. After. You think so? After the anyone want it? Because I don't. He's an icon. <laughs> I mean, now that he's retired and gone, they're not like manufacturing a ton of those jerseys. Yeah, I guess so. I have a signed Mark Sanchez jersey. And, and like, was, I got it four months prior before, before the that's sick. 
in like three to four thousand years, that's going to be worth a lot of money. Hell yeah, freeze that's me like up. an artifact yeah. of a three to four thousand years. Well, he's thinking long term yeah. when Mark Sanchez is like God to the scientists in the future. They dig up his bones, bones, <laughs> just bones. All right. Well, if I gotta wait that long, you think Walt's got room in his little cubby? Walt, Disney, all frozen. Oh, up. yeah, right. Sorry, <laughs> you were like, who's who? The fuck is Walt? Yeah, I jumped to Christ. I've never head, met another yeah. Walt. <laughs> my bad. I thought you I could met Walt like Disney. Disney? You think it's? Just I will his head? in my dreams, at least. I, that's the rumor. He got his head cut off from his body, and then is that just because of Matt Groening writing Futurama? Since I think that's kind of like the, the future. The inspiration, because he like froze it to be like, all right, when we figure out how to put this back on a body, we'll we'll thaw <laughs> you back out. So we're not there yet. I mean, he had so much money. Mine is yeah. Well. Why not? Yeah, shoot, I'm gonna die anyways. Throw my head in a fucking bucket. This, if he had so much back. money before he bought Marvel and Star Wars, and for some reason ESPN and that. Hulu and Comedy yeah, Central. Why are you saying he did that? He's, <laughs> he's been frozen. He would have allegedly. The Aryan Brotherhood and called it good. Yeah, probably. I, I, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I was just gonna say it's kind of funny to think that there's a contingency plan probably in the contract that says, you know, if slash when Walt ever wakes up, he inherits all the things we've done with his company. That's it back. <laughs> yeah, like I guarantee there's something in a like legal document that says if this probably guy did. comes back from cryo frozen. Cryogenics, that's right. Cryo-frozen, let's yeah. go. For it. <laughs> that way better. Cloning, using his DNA or something, yeah. I'm, he definitely gets it back. I'm a little stupid. If he's, they figure that out, every time he's about to die, they're going to cut his head off and do the same thing. Oh, he's going to come back, what did you guys do to Star Wars? Yeah, he got cancer again, somebody <laughs> with a broadsword. <laughs> There's a lot of colored people around, that's what he would say. That's what he would say. Dude, that'd be a good he's movie. A bad guy. Said it like a, a thousand years from now, Walt Disney comes out of Cryo Frozen and he's just super racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he would be. He That's would! The whole movie. We'd probably get sued, but we could do it. We're going to make that movie? We got a movie to cover, though, right now. Yeah. We, That's true. What are the spoof legalities? Like, what? Because it's somewhat legal. You're to not start allowed spoofing. to against Disney for some reason. Not against Disney. For anything. They're just crazy yeah. cracking down on copyright stuff. Because so. then I probably shouldn't you. say this, but there's some great animations on YouTube called uh, Prostitute Mickey. Yeah, they wouldn't like that. They they are <laughs> hilarious. It's a whole season. I think there's like 12 of them. There's a season? Like yeah, a I've running... shown you some of them. Have you? The animations <laughs> of Prostitute Mickey. You'll have to show me that. Okay. Well, before Seth was going to talk about cryo-freezing, I was just going to say I have a signed Magic Johnson jersey from... Team USA basketball from Lucas. Was that before AIDS was public? No, probably not. I think he not. signed it after the Ooh, AIDS you, did you watch it? Yeah. No, it's covered in blood. <laughs> it's crazy. Magic <laughs> Johnson yeah. signed jersey covered in blood. <laughs> We're so There's much. Blood and semen. You just gotta wear a hazmat right. suit to transport it. So Nicole Kidman's a plane. Let's get into the movie. <laughs> movie. Yeah, we start. <laughs> we start in the forest with some. You, you love a good pan. This this uh, Dakota does. Dakota that's his, loves that's his, pans. That's uh, his biggest tool. That's a wrench in his tool bag. He busts that out and when he, he wants. wants more to like make a movie crutch. And it's November twenty fourth, nineteen seventy one, Ariel, Washington, at the Washougal River. 
And yeah, it's just panning land shopscape. Land- the first one was a, like a 360 shaped. one, which breaks the rule. Aren't you supposed to, isn't the cinematography rule you're not supposed to break the 180 degree plane or else it Correct. confuses viewers? But I mean, you can do that if you want to. And this is like the intro shot. I wasn't too one, concerned about the- it. The three is it one eighty degree or three sixty degree? I think rule? it's the three sixty rule. It's more about um, two people talking forth. to each other. Yeah, yeah. Because if you cross that imaginary line, then it looks like they're talking from the same angle. But with scenery shots, it's still not a good idea, probably because it looks weird. But you can do it. Dizzy. You know, I Dizzy. watched one exactly. movie. I think about the one eighty rule a lot. That did it, and it works. Is Slumdog Millionaire when they're at the the millionaire, like, in the game show, they break it constantly, and that one best picture, so. So how's that for a rule? There's a, yeah, and there's a dazzling one in The Green Knight, which, when I actually saw it, it literally made my jaw, jaw drop. Uh, is that like the a 360 pan. Seth Rogen film? No, that's, that's The Green, Green Hornet, Brandon. <laughs> the Green Knight is a, a David Lowry movie. Oh. Starring Dev Patel. Nice. Well, yeah. I recommend it to Seth, and he said, unlike like Ishtar, I'm not going to watch that. I did watch Ishtar. Like, I was on the podcast. You're not going to watch The Green Knight. Oh. No, I'm going to watch The Green Knight. It's on my list. <laughs> <just> <laughs> well, I can't see yeah. your camera, so I can't judge your face. He's looking, pretty neutral. Like he's scheming. <laughs> I've got he my scheming. together in that pyramid <laughs> formation doing the evil pinky to thumb in a row thing yeah, you're also okay. stroking your stroking your goatee <laughs> yeah he seems to have grown style. four arms i've also i've grown four arms yeah you got six total now he's stroking so lots doing, of stuff he's two cheating. arms and two arms yeah. and two just like the dude in the shower <laughs> yeah so you got two of them are doing the finger pyramid of doom. two of them are stroking my goatee and two of them are jerking me off it's crazy while, while you went away Seth turned into a spider he's got eight arms and we're okay with it we're just hanging out <laughs> but yeah lots of landscape shots until you see jacked just fucking ripped dude this is Bernie, Bernie Doyle beautiful walking along a trail and I put well this has got to be D.B. Cooper I was so wrong I was. I thought that was too. Yeah, he's narr- He is narrating by Eric Roberts, as well as saying he told his family he was going on a turkey shoot the day before Thanksgiving. And I put November in Washington sure looks like June. This in is Washington. not it's nice out. It's before global warming. <laughs> Twenty fourteen was pre global warming. Yeah, before we knew about it, it didn't fits exist. Into the themes of the movie. You tread on nature, nature treads back on you. Shit. You're right. That's well, a sipper, huh? I had to get it all off the lid because I spilled it all over myself. That's what he said. Yeah. We get about we get about like ten minutes of, of this character <laughs> just out walking in the woods, sort of mysteriously, the ominous music, um, interspersed with like shots of from the perspective of it seems like Bigfoot. Where we get but some you like heavy know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't, you can't know, but it's like some heavy dog, dog growling, shaky camera. He's rustling through the woods. Yeah, it, it's it's nature shots. There was only one shaky camera, and it was the only uh, time Bigfoot decided to run. <laughs> it was exactly. <laughs> he was fast. Ten minutes. <laughs> 
It was exactly 10 minutes and 53 seconds. Because, yeah, my notes leading up to that, uh-oh, lots of rustling trees and growling, more choppy landscape shots and shotless uh-oh, walking. in the notes. <laughs> yeah, I put uh-oh a lot. Just to convey this feeling, next you know? <laughs> He needs to remember, get back in the mindset. Then this next one was method acting. <laughs> scary drawbridge rock. Walk. Not rock. Yeah. Rock. It was E-Rock. The actors were scared of that. That comes back in the other movie. The drawbridge? Yeah, where the actors are literally running for their life, and then they slowly go over the drawbridge. <laughs> um, I think it's I, it's not called a drawbridge. What's it called? It's not a drawbridge. Drawbridge that's, comes down. Oh, right? yeah. Suspension. Yeah. Suspension uh, bridge. That's a, yeah, suspension bridge. Yeah, drawbridge is first right. It would be cooler if it was a drawbridge. Smart. Um, other notes I had. At least the music is somewhat decently ominous. No, up until the it, scenes in the mirrors. What a transition. Is, yeah, this is what was a point of mine with the movie, too, is that it was... I like the music. I did not like the deployment of the music at times, I'll say. I think it was ominous and was a good sort of mood piece, but the they didn't know how to line it up at all with what was going on. What about like the it would rock swell and climax. Those are good. <laughs> um, Let's see, what <laughs> no. else did I have? <laughs> It's like an anxious mood piece at the beginning, the first ten minutes of this movie. And from a talking cat, we know he loves to reuse B-roll scenes, like the fountain in the pool and shit. Oh, yeah. He reuses the same rustling tree growling scenes so many times. Um, I put something is finally peering from behind a tree at shirtless... Oh, I put shirtless D.B. Cooper. And the music starts to change to a light piano. My note, is this a love story? I wish that would have been the movie. Kind of. I thought D.B. Cooper was about to fall in love with Bernie yeah. that I thought it's was... Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper, but it's just them filing divorce papers. They got a mediator. <laughs> it's, mar- it's a marriage story. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's the name of the court document. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot versus Roe v. Wade, Bigfoot yeah. versus yeah. D.B. Cooper. Yeah. That was an interesting one to compare it to. <laughs> Roe v. Wade? <laughs> I, I thought it was funny, too, here. not to get abortions. <laughs> Definitely they couldn't. They population. Yeah. Um. My note is there was some cool like native art there too that I liked and kind of they were adding like a, some mystique to it. But also like Bigfoot is using these public trails because this guy's like in the parking lot. He's going by a business at times. And Bigfoot is just like peering from the bushes over there. So he's very close to society. There were so many shots of Bigfoot, Bigfoot. like it's his POV shots where he's just in the deepest wooded glen yeah. <laughs> and our db cooper actual bernie character is running along a trail yeah next to a business so i was like yeah he's nowhere near him i i'm definitely with you there lucas is a i think that the point of this was to be like deep in the woods in some yeah. sort of hike db woods i was about to say that yeah because like that's where you assume db would be <sighs> never mind sorry that's getting ahead of myself. But yeah, you're supposed to be on like a deep trek, I think. And it ruins it when you see like a car driving by <laughs> somewhere. And yeah. several houses lined Pavement. up in like a suburban neighborhood with trees. Yeah. But yeah, I thought Pats. it was a love story with the music change. But we're Pats, five minutes yeah. in. How are we still showing production company names on this screen? I like it. <laughs> this is kind of a precursor to the rest of the movie as far as it's, it's not meant really to. Yeah. On. 
I mean, it's it's all going on while nothing is going on. I think that's kind of the beauty of this movie. Is Bigfoot is always is always Don't sort say of the lurking beauty of this movie. Like, there's something to take out of it. No, no, and it's it that's sort of filler. the tension around everything. So once once he meets these shirtless boys, and once he, you know, we get into the DB Cooper thing, it's always looming that Bigfoot is around, voyeuristically watching. No, he had 15 minutes of story. So he's like, I said I'd make a movie. How do I extend it? That's fine. It's a, it's That's a movie not piece. Fine. <laughs> no, you got a short story. Let me read a short story. You guys are movie no. You guys are too hung up on the plot. It's fine. Too hung up on yeah. the plot of a movie. Well, I put all oh, the music changed again to scary again this as DB Cooper makes it to some houses, maybe. And but I put what I am assuming is Bigfoot is growling again, although. Now he isn't looking at DB. Like you finally get to see like a POV shot where he watches Bernie run by. You're finally like, oh, he's in the same area at least. Yeah. It's not that's a kind of, guy, and also a that's kind guy. of invoking John Carpenter in Halloween. I think because it's invoking John a very, Carpenter. It is. It's that's like the very famous <laughs> first use of the POV of the killer. You get that shot while he's like stalking his prey, and Which I like that we get that, that from. Halloween. Halloween. You think he was just trying to test out some skills, maybe break them out later in movies? I think. Well, I think he's just he's paying homage to the master horror directors before him in a clever <laughs> way. He was not invoking John hey, Carpenter. I have a, I have a couple of questions. Of course, he is. Like serious question. So John Carpenter did Halloween. He did the thing, right? That's mm-hmm. the only thing I know him from. He did. He did the thing. He did uh, Halloween. He did a couple other great horror movies. Escape and from he, New York. Not a horror movie, but awesome. Right. Good movie. And so this is the first time there was like Movie. a killer POV thing. I guess how old is the horror genre? Old. One of the Back since the since the 1900s, yeah. But that was sort of the breakthrough. Everyone's like, yeah, like, and it's like sort of like you can see him breathing and stuff, and it's darkness, and his vision sort of clouded. So that's part uh-huh. of it. It's not like a clear perspective. It's sort of like a muddled, like, oh, we are the killer's eyes now, which was kind of the first time it happened back in like 1978. Lucas said the cool. 1900s, which could mean anywhere from 1926 <laughs> no, the 19 flight to, or planes or whatever it's called to 1999. Well, yeah. Create, with the ring. Creativity soared during the Great Depression. They had a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> oh, you started in 1926. Right huh? before the Great Depression. Well, that, I'm just saying. Is that when the first I mean, movie was? Caligari Is was it? a horror movie that was in the... It was like 1921. Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. That's like the most famous early the first oscars movie. were in 1928 what, what a weird time yeah super Nosferatu was kicking around they were still, they were then still. the roaring 20s the 20s yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so loud <laughs> but they, i mean he's, he's just doing like there are certain things horror movies especially like the sort of slasher style movie you gotta do yeah it's part of the visual language of the genre I, do you need to do it 40 times? Yeah, because he's doing it the whole movie. He's stalking you. It's not. From the get go, he's, invoke John he's watching you. <laughs> he's there borrowing in... the techniques of the man. He's not invoking He him. does. And later, I'll talk about it no. too, but he invokes Martin Scorsese. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to I... see how you make that. He's going to tie this to Raging Bull. Okay, can we skip to that part? <laughs> I, I mean, it's, I, yeah, I, that I, one's very clear. We can. Pro- That's very clear. 
Yeah, when it happens. You're saying we missed something obvious that you clawed on to because it's it's, it's a so... very clear Martin Scorsese. Reference I had to take like on. six bathroom breaks. I could have missed it. You could have missed the Martin Scorsese. I mean, this movie you, it, was, it was a big one. It was an extrapolation so... of it, but oh my god, we'll get there. I'm... Well, let's get back to the movie. Sick to my stomach, man. Okay. You get. Also, like, all the production companies are coming up every now and then. You get a David Dakota film at 8 minutes and 22 seconds. But Bernie comes up to a bridge with a staircase leading under, like, a stream where, like, a gate's broken. The music intensifies. And my note in all caps, how are we still walking with this fucking growling? And I put, oh, shit, finally we see a dark like ground low shot perspective of Bigfoot finally and you cue the title card Bigfoot versus DB Cooper 11 minutes in it's 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 like it's uncomfortably long but i think that's the point too yeah still great film <laughs> and david You're dakota meant to loves feel like like there's a, a weight on your shoulders <laughs> and now it's lifted because now you get b-roll you get a city a tropical beach, an airport, a spinning weather tower <laughs> thing, and yeah, then Portland, inside baby. an airport, people are walking. It's Portland, baby. It do be- Portland is not tropical. There were palm trees. Portland's got a couple palm trees. You know how we stock ponds with bass, you know, like artificially? That's what Portland does to their beaches. They plant it's, palm they trees. Yeah. They do! They do it like we and, stock and bass. And bass as well. Yeah, they 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 put bass in the ocean and a palm tree on the beach. Sometimes you'll see bass in the palm trees and a palm it's tree crazy. and a bass. What about Morbius? <laughs> what yeah, do you mean? There. What about now? Morbius? You're getting out of hand. Of course, Where does there, he Brandon. fit in here? He doesn't. Moving on. No, he fits it. He was the one in the Bigfoot costume, <laughs> not Morbius. Don't he was Morbin. Don't big give him time. this. If Morbius was here, they'd all be in trouble. But... They... They were all in they trouble do. the entire time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They, Morbius but they was do, with them in spirit. They do, no. <laughs> they do show up. He he stumbles upon this sort of house, our main character, despite being watched by Bigfoot. Well, the narrator, you find out, isn't D.B. Cooper, because he's saying this day he was walking and a man would do an unthinkable thing on a plane. And yeah, you see him yeah, yeah. stumble upon this mansion that's supposed to be Oregon, or no, Washington. Supposed to be abandoned as well, but they're yeah. You heard it was four vacant. shirtless dudes. Five. Bros. No, you're right. Oh yeah, five. it was like a clown no, car. How they came out the no, front five. door. Well, four five. were shirtless. One was shirted. Yeah, yeah. shirted. He was knighted. Shirted. Great group of guys. Yeah, they they invite him to go for a turkey shoot. He's, <laughs> hey, Bell, you want to come shoot some turkeys with us? Why not? I'd accept that offer in a They heartbeat. rent a house for the holiday, but it's Thanksgiving. It's like, what? That's and, a weird... And that man, the bald one that's looking like he's going through some treatment, uh, is having a wedding. His buddies take him out Morgan. for the last two rock. Yeah. yeah. It's Morgan. a combined that's... Thanksgiving bachelor party hunting trip. The weirdest combination, but... Yeah, so they're all just kind of broning out in the house, and you see a plane taken off. With thunder in the background, going from Portland to Seattle with D.B. Cooper aboard. And D.B. Cooper hands a flight attendant a note, flashes a bomb at her in his brief- briefcase. I like, I like how it's a very modern looking plane <laughs> for the 1970s. Oh, it's like a Delta. 
Did you see the reflection in his glasses during that scene? No. Mm-mm. There's like a, clearly in just like a diner or somebody's office, you can see the reflection of windows <laughs> with blinds in his yeah, aviators that he refused to He's probably to take at like an airplane themed restaurant. <laughs> like, let's film here. <laughs> there were several shots. Jets. As I get it's ahead a of myself, themed airplane maybe. Ooh. Yeah. As I get ahead of myself, there are several shots when Bigfoot starts to make his way into the house where there's like mirrors on the wall and you can see the person filming in like thin little mirror. Oh, no. on the I miss that. I did too. Birdemic to 2 style. Several times. <laughs> Birdemic 2 style, yeah. Yeah. But, where the guy's bored during the sex scene, <laughs> leaning back, just fuck. <laughs> Was that an instruction or his expression? Expression, Both. but probably also an instruction. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, don't but spit. Yeah. <laughs> but we all know the D.B. Cooper story. The we legend. do. I'm going kicking the table now. Now you get more landscape shots with a nice shot of like a bald eagle taking off as Bigfoot growls. Like, he at least got that. Sure, He's man. American. <laughs> he is American. And um, poor bald eagle. Shirtless men start to run together. <laughs> and my note in all caps: Oh God, Bigfoot is running too. <laughs> and that's when the scene it. comes up where the camera's just shaking out of nowhere. That shit's so funny. And I want to point out that they were running single file the entire time. Not one point did they talk to each other. Not one point were they running side to side. It was single file. So you'd expect breath if you were running. I don't, have you ever ran with something, someone? Yeah. When you run with you someone, you kind of too. bullshit. The, the yeah, back one do. was not in shape. Bless he was he dying. Was huffing to keep yeah, up towards with the, the, end of the Towards the end of that, what was it? Probably, yeah, you it have was, it in your notes, 10 minutes run of running? Yeah. It was probably like six, yeah. About Jeez. six minutes towards the end, especially once they cross the last bridge, you see the other guy looking up and kind of smiling as he's running. You know, he's in a movie. The back guy's like, <laughs> movie. Looking down, huffing. <laughs> Yeah, they had to run a while. Yeah, the oh only God. shot over like three days or whatever, then it was like, all right, we're going to do all this right now. <laughs> Let's go, <Man>. Brian. <laughs> Let's go, Brian. <laughs> that shaky cam scene that James is talking about is really funny because it's the first time you see it. Like, it's very calm. Like, you see Bigfoot sneaking around or like Lucas is saying, it's invoking John Carpenter doing the POV of Bigfoot, of the killer. Allegedly. Allegedly. But out of nowhere, shaky cam, Bigfoot sprinting away. But like, it doesn't... <laughs> Lead to any action? No, very anticlimactic. <laughs> still running, and then they never shaky he, cam again. Bigfoot runs exactly like the, like it's the like arbitrary decision to make a shaky cam. Bigfoot it's, runs like the notorious photo of him where he's like spread like this too. Yeah, he's like that's how yeah. people have described me as walking like that when they catch me out in public. They're like, it, "Hey, how are you doing?" And I'm, <laughs> I, I look back and I think it's like my old high Seth's school been spotted at the Rimrock Mall and they thought it was Bigfoot. <laughs> and no, for real, people. I, I, this is. I wish it was a joke, but people have been like, "Yeah, I thought you were like you look like Bigfoot." Whenever I, I called out your name in public. <laughs> well, his run I might think... be like that, but his walks very similar to Conor McGregor. Back. He oh, definitely walks with his shoulders arched back. I, I think yeah. it's it's kind of intentional though too because the the super shakiness of it because you're not meant to see it's full reveal of Bigfoot. Field. Kind of until the end of the movie, just like your classic horror thing. You don't ever want to reveal your full monster until the very end. And to be fair, it Wait. does not pay off when we get the full reveal. But like even this like super shaky obscures our full vision of Bigfoot. 
you wouldn't yeah. consider it a full reveal throughout the movie just because of the shading. Because I feel like we saw him fully <laughs> with the color his of face. his little, just casually puffy coat onesie. <laughs> yeah, you could piece it together, but you don't get the full dynamic Bigfoot reveal in the sunshine. Intense upshot. Up until the first Upskirt. time he's had a boxing match when it seemed like he was slashing or snapping necks the <laughs> entire movie. Still questionable on how everyone was. Nobody was bloody. How he, yeah. how he kills. But, so. Um, Bigfoot watches through the fr- shrubs after they're running, like you said. It doesn't lead to anything. And I put, are these runners anywhere near Bigfoot? Because the only time they we've seen that. is when you see him like behind a tree watching our Bernie character. But after five more minutes of running, the guys stop because they hear something in the shrubs. They turn around scared to grab their rifles, which are clearly just airsoft guns. That was a, a note that James had. You can hear one of them pulls a trigger at some point. You can hear this the is spring. this is coming up. This this oh, is soon. this hasn't come up. <laughs> okay, yet. okay. Because there's a lot more to say with that scene. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll let you take the <laughs> James was notoriously note-taking about Airsoft. And I forgot my notebook. notebook. I had a notebook. I filled a whole front style. sheet. It was all analog. Given the first nice. uh, couple comments, I was like, you guys probably won't have me back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we have a pretty low bar here of, of decency. Yeah. You know how many episodes I've been on? I... I even they keep inviting you back after missing two, and then you're like, yeah, I felt like it was what it was like uh, without doing one, so I was like, maybe I should keep doing that. <laughs> it was that one. Huh? He just quit. <laughs> well, they get back home. Instead of grabbing their rifles, they change into their jeans and new shoes. On the doorstep. Yep. And we... S- well, I don't... It's funny, because they, they chose them running for, like, what seems like the movie will make it appear like seven miles or something in the woods, and then they get to the end... And they hear a growl and like, let's go, let's go back. We gotta go get our guns if we're gonna go this far. And Immediately like, okay. there. And they just take off running the other way. Kind of, I was I like so it. scared that we yeah. were gonna watch a full running scene oh. again. Yeah. yeah. Another yeah, seven back the other way. They get back, they change into jeans, they sling their gym bags over their shoulder, and then they grab their airsoft guns and whatnot. And you get some scary music as we see a moss-covered cave with something growling. But... The shirtless dudes are getting ready to go hunting. They're like, there are six of us now that we invited the new guy. So we're going to go in teams of two. But the married guy's like, nah. No, no, no. He goes, there's six of us, so the teams will be even. And he goes, five. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So we're stealing quotes again, I see. And the bachelor. He's supposed to, this is the the guy about to get married at a bachelor party. His friends bought him out to do this hunting. And he's a lover. Not a fighter. So his friend shows Still a bachelor party yeah. idea. But yeah, yeah, that it kind of it kind of pays off because I think he just sent them all off just so he could jerk off. Honestly, he's Which like, I we've need, all I need the house to jerk off. Yeah, and then and then sort of in the same sort of. I need to pause the podcast right now, guys. Can you <laughs> go on a turkey hunt real quick? No, no we all good. Just do it right now. <laughs> no, but I think I think it sort of follows the classic horror trope of. Of the killer punishing sexuality or punishing any sort, you know. So when he stays back to jerk off, that's when that's when that invokes Friday the Thirteenth. No, and then when he, and we're yeah, all and then when he for him comes, to get slashed because we don't. When he gets groped, he dies too. I, There's yeah. some sort of that playing here. I think what James was saying was that it's weird. Maybe you said it already. I was zoning out, but it's weird for his boys to all invite him to a bachelor party to a thing he hates to do. <laughs> like, hey, you're about to get married. Let's go through a party. 
let's go hunting. And he's like, I, I have never killed my life. I'm against hunting. I'm like a vegetarian. And they're like, no, no, it's going to be great. Come on. <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of a stupid bachelor party. Like, if you think of my bachelor party, we went to old Chicago. Yeah. First and foremost, to be waited on by James. Like, that was my first request. It yeah, was yeah. fate. But what were you requesting? Strippers? No, I just wanted a calzone. James. Oh, I requested James to strip on me. Duh. No, I wanted a calzone, and then we played basketball. Yeah, and two half of the party threw up that night from the eating and then activity, or from drinking. Uh, yeah, just the basketball after the, after the food. <laughs> I think you and Lucas. No, Lucas and Carter. Oh, Carter threw up. Yeah, because you were like Lucas is notoriously nauseous after. No, that's exercising. Jordy. Oh, that's right. I yeah, thought it was Jordy. both of them. Did you still puke, Lucas? I, he hurt his um, back. Not that time. Yeah, I did hurt my back really bad. Okay. I know Lucas and Carter both at some point were incapacitated, and I thought they were it was both one on one. incapacitated. We played one-on-one. Yeah. And then there's a, there's a picture of me out there somewhere proposing to you with a basketball. Yeah. The other bachelor party that Lucas organized was... With the hot sauce one? No, it was me, Jordy, David, and him. We went to... Buffalo Wild Wings, I got some nachos, we watched some basketball. Then we went back to my place, my apartment, and we played Buzz on the PS2, some trivia. That's sick. And 2K. We had a 2K tournament. Who Way won? better than these guys. Me. Is... Really? I won these Buzz and is... 2K. Who are you using? Oh! Uh, probably the Kings. A cheerleader. Hot damn. Buzz. You were in that. <laughs> what was that, Lucas? I said he was using the cheerleader on Buzz. Oh, the oh, hot girl. You're... Yeah, yours was better than these guys' outing. The bachelor party? Yeah. I thought you had a hot sauce one where you tried hot sauces. Was that just like a like a night you had with your cousin? I just did that with Devin. Oh, okay, okay. We did the hot ones challenge. That's pretty cool. But yeah, so after they grab their rifles, you know, all this stuff, they're going hunting. The the house they're staying in, um, one bro just... Oh, never mind. This isn't jerk-off scene yet. You get... 22 minutes probably <laughs> of each man walking upstairs was it that long finding their room i took a bath changing break down to their underwear going into a mirror flexing posing with the gun and then changing into some short shorts yeah it's a, and it's that's... a little long but this a is a little long this is <laughs> taxi driver 22 minutes that is so that's a Almost a third of the film. The first dude that goes to pose in front of the mirror doing his guns is when you truly know they're BB guns. Because while he's doing, he's like, over there or something. And he goes, get him. And then he pops it and you hear the spring in the BB gun go off. I'm pre- And no one else pulled the trigger because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was definitely a direct Accidental. order. Yeah, don't do that because you can obviously hear this yeah. is not an actual rifle. Yeah, But these... These are the scenes that are, are invoking Martin Scorsese. These are all taxi driver. This is this is Taxi Driver! This is, taxi driver! Of course it is. This is Travis Bickle looking in the mirror saying, You talking to me? Of course it is. Look at this. How is that not taxi driver? This is That's no what he does. this is what every band That's what does, he does every single morning in the mirror. This is no reference to any greats or anything. It this is. is like, this is what Shirtless, I do in the mirror before Shirtless I go make my shitty movies. I'm gonna go Pointing pee. his I rifle. Go I, it's I, Taxi Driver. It's not Taxi what? Driver. I, there weren't even taxis at this time. Okay, <laughs> With, I, Of course I was, not. <laughs> but 
You can't have a character. It's not. It's not accidental. He has his shirtless protagonist into the mirror, holding guns, pretending to shoot at the each other. The protagonist never did it. No, it's not. He didn't do accidental. It, it's intentional to be like homoerotic. It's not. It's not invoking taxi driver. That's it's part of it. Most... Of course, I'm it with is. you on the, the the mirror scenes were weird and like some some way intentional. I wouldn't say invoking Scorsese. It's like it's like if you extrapolated that you talking to me scene out for 20 minutes is what it is no it's not they barely yeah it is only one of them even speaks during these scenes and they're all flexing because they obviously just trying to show that's what he does too that's what travis but he's not doing it for the same reasons he is he's like look how hot i am with this gun what De Niro. Actress? Robert De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. De- Taxi Driver is about the duality of man and schizophrenia. Right, He's saying, you're talking to me. This is man just flexing. Let him speak his piece. That's, I mean, that's not what the you talking to me is. In that time, he's, like, showing off. He's he's not, it's like a split personality. It's like, I'm this macho man. Look how cool I am. Look how badass I look with this killing weapon attached to my to my hand. And that's what they're doing here too. They're like, I'm a, I'm a hunk. I'm a badass. I got a it's gun. It's totally a schizophrenic thing. Listen, I have not seen it, so don't spoil it too far. Either way, I was aroused, which I think is the point of the scene. You're supposed to be aroused. Yeah. So James got the message of this movie better than Lucas, I think, at this point. And that's when I took a bath. I don't think break. you're supposed to be aroused. That's true. It I is think, when he took. A I bath. think it is. It is a kind of a commentary on the horror genre. It's aroused. You don't think it's supposed to be arousal? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's what, that's the goal how, of this movie. What is that showing? What is that depicting during the movie you, of their character? Okay, here's wait, wait, wait. here's what I honestly think. I think there's a very classic horror movie where a slasher comes into a house or a party or a camp or whatever, and there's lots of hot girls and they're wearing bikinis and they're scantily clad. I yeah, think David Dakota said, made that one too. He's just done. What happens? Damage. What happens if I flip it? I'm going to make a voyeuristic horror movie, but instead of scantily clad women, it's going to be scantily clad men. He did sorority slime bowl-a-rama. I don't think you this know, guy Yeah, is... he, he's a master of the genre. He's well-versed That movie it. was based on Goodfellas, duh. He's, used, he's <laughs> weaving in and out of the structures of the horror genre. I just thought it was funny that he was in the mirror talking to himself like he was about to go on a date. Like trying to get the words right before he goes on a turkey hunt with his boys. And also he's throwing the gun back and forth between his hands like you'd throw a football yeah. between your oh hands. Oh my god, it's Taxi Driver. I just thought That's it was what funny. He does. I didn't he want to tap himself Scorsese. up before he goes out to kill. It reminds me a lot of Jarhead. What is Jarhead? He, does that sound familiar? I am Jar's nothing not without movie. my gun. And my gun is nothing without me. He really felt that. That was like an extension of his arm. Even bringing it to Game of Thrones, it's just part of your body. I think he's invoking a lot of directors in that scene. I do agree with you, Lucas, that he's flipping the classic horror trope of girl no. in the mirror, getting and flipping it to men doing it. No, but there's not. no tits, so I'm not interested. I don't see 100% the Morton Scor- <laughs> Martin Scorsese take. Old Morty. But, old Mort. Morty. Morty. We got a director. I mean, I, I, I think that's <laughs> obvious. Gee, Martin. I think that's as obvious as I've never even seen Taxi Driver. (laughs) If he pulled out a lightsaber and said, may the force be with you, you guys would be like, it's an accident. James, this is the part of the podcast where we all get really mad at each other. Seth, your opinion like is Like, this is one of the most it's famous scenes in movie accident, history. But it's, it's definitely purposeful, because he does it for 22 minutes. Not one, not two, not three, 
but four rings. LeBron James in Miami. Shut up. No. Yeah, four dudes Not do four, do it. But five men go upstairs, change into their underwear, flex in front of the, the mirror. The last one was cut short. He didn't. He only flexed for a second, but he put on his shorts immediately. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that kind of looked like the director was probably like, we probably shouldn't give this guy We don't need as much airtime. Yeah. Lucas, do you think it's more likely that this is Scorsese, more, more likely that this is Scorsese-esque <laughs> invoking Kafka, invoking Carpenter, or do you think it's exploitative on the part of a guy who's churned out 167 plus movies that are worth nothing? I think, I think, for, I think uh, it can well, be I both. I think, I think no. this is obviously a guy who has watched a lot of horror movies and has made a lot of horror movies, so I think he knows what he's doing when he pulls the pulls the point of view. Maybe even pulls it might it might be them. subconscious, but this is a director who's made a lot of movies, so he's working in that film language with the POV thing. And then I think I think the Scorsese thing is just so obvious. I think that's like the most one of the most famous scenes in movie history. And I think having a shirtless guy point a gun at himself in a mirror otherwise is no no accident. Brandon, will you maybe write down a quote that at a certain point during this podcast slash movie, Lucas said it's very obvious, obvious that David Dakota is invoking Martin Scorsese? Of course like, he is. Clear. I'm a fucking jerk off teacher. He's a director. <laughs> I don't think he's I, a director I think with a free weekend that wanted some barbecue catering. Because he was doing another movie the next weekend. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He's movie out. obsessed. I gotta hurry up and invoke Martin Scorsese so I can invoke Quentin Tarantino next Probably. weekend. Probably, he, yeah. I think you're onto something. He's uh, quantity over quality. That's without a doubt. He's the mass That's production of movies. Guy, I won't disagree with that. He really does have like 100 plus movies. He's and the fact that, that he's like done several guy. over a weekend or a week, it means uh, he really thinks a lot of himself, I'd say. He's like, oh, I can slap that out. What takes most people six to eight months, even a year? I can slap out in a weekend, no problem. I'll just put <laughs> it with a bunch of filler and a bunch of honks. And he did it. His vision he did. He damn did it. He damn did done well, it. You see, man after man after man go up, do the same thing. Yeah. My one of my notes is, um, oh my god, I swear. Or, oh my god, another guy's walking upstairs looking for his room. I swear to god. And I put... Because it was during like a rock montage. Mm-hmm. And I Shazam the song. Because it's definitely a popular song. But Shazam couldn't pick it up because the guy kept talking to himself in the mirror. Seth started singing it. What was it? I'm trying to remember. Seth, uh, Seth started singing it immediately. And the, the I song, did too. The immediate... Because it was the eerie music. The eerie score still. And it literally transitioned directly into the rock as soon as the oh, guy okay. started pulling down his shorts. It was the like '80s synth stylus. Till now, always no, done fine on my own. I never really cared until I met you. That was not the song I was singing. That's the one I was singing. It was. Oh, Lucas died. It S- was. See you tomorrow. Lucas. <laughs> See you tomorrow. It was. Where is it? Makes you wonder. Oh. I don't think it was this stuff. I don't think it was. 
the writer inside, inside. the writer inside, every single inside. one of us, the writer inside, Damn the writer inside. The Bigfoot inside. Yeah, I just want the Bigfoot inside. Yeah, I just want the Bigfoot. Bigfoot. But there was a recognizable song. But I am DB Cooper and Bigfoot's inside. But then they'll get they'll get ready. He's getting fucked. Fuck, not again. What's going on? Because a third man goes up and does that, and we get two more. We get five men. And eventually, oh, my notice here. Let me guess, this fourth guy's about to strip down an underwear in a room and flex and hold his gun as Bigfoot watches. I was like, Bigfoot's watching them from a third-story window. So yeah. is that what... This what, is also what's Halloween. The, what's the name of that shot? Because at several points, it showed him just do the Scooby-Doo peek around as these men are doing the naked montages in the mirror. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's just like... like he's an event. A poorly executed, yeah, like peeping Tom shot. He was sterile. No, he was an event. No. And those windows that he were, was peeking through did not match the aesthetic of the rest of the house. It seemed very off. Every time he was lurking through a hallway when he well, was he, in the house, did not match the no, aesthetic. Because you the look rest at the, the he was filmed different. Grand Victorian yeah, furniture everywhere, big archways, and then he's, he's looking through these tiny little. Well, he's like a, he is a supernatural being, I think is what the movie's implication is. So it's almost like the director is saying cameras are too primitive to even film this sort of being. So every time we get Bigfoot, it's sort of obscured in that sort of fashion. Because the costume sucks. So they kept him in the dark, literally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the practical and had a reason, very but the small frame on him because is, if you saw the whole is, costume, he's this ultra powerful being. And he's in a brown even... fuzzy onesie. It doesn't even look like fuzzy. That's, that's a practical reason, but narratively. He's got, he's got lint. Cinematically. <laughs> he's covered in lint. <laughs> yeah. That's why he, he was. was that's why every hallway he's walking through is dark as fuzzy. hell, even though the... Okay. The first time you see... Oh, never mind. That's way too far. But yeah, well, you get the... Get the keep it the in mind. The slashing killer always watches... It'll be another tangent, I guarantee Watches you. the he girls does. through the window. He does! the 13th. Well, eventually, five shirtless dudes emerge from the house to go on their turkey hunt. <laughs> emerge, what a word. Marlon stays back. They were birthed. Um, he doesn't want to go on the hunt, and instead talks dirty to his to-be wife on the phone, while Bigfoot watches him talk dirty, too. And I put, oh shit, Bigfoot's in the house. He talked dirty for less than 30 seconds, and then it spent, what, three minutes on him jerking with two hands evenly It was like four or five minutes. <laughs> Like it, it implied. I feel like he was two feet wide and one inch this, deep. It did imply uh, that. This this is a pretty clearly <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. This is psycho. This is this this is psycho. Actually, Brandon. No, Thank it you. is. <laughs> I thought that. Explain I thought him, it was Psycho. Yeah, explain it to him. So so he's jerking himself off, right? You remember that scene? That's not he was cycle, cleaning yeah. it, I think. Well, he's rubbing himself down, he was not and then cleaning. he eventually starts to jerk himself off, as James said so eloquently, with two hands. Evenly um, placed. At all even, points, they were symmetrical. Elbows at the same spot, so it's not like he could have one hand over the other. Girthy. They were evenly placed on his thick, thick shaft. Girthy, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Short, like stump thick of a shaft. Tree. Yeah, stump exactly. of a tree. He, he can only yep. go get at women sideways. And he is showering oblivious to the outside world. With no shower door or curtain. 
That's yeah, true. Bigfoot being there so quiet and sneaky. Seth pointed out a doorknob on the side of the shower with no door attached to the doorknob. Really? There was just a doorknob. <laughs> well, yes, there's no shower curtain or anything, but he is so oblivious to the outside world without a shower curtain because he's jerking off that slowly Bigfoot makes his way through the hallways of the house up to the uh, bathroom and enters the bathroom able to watch him jerk off until he eventually gruesomely kills him with a facial shot of, of the Marlin. Yeah. Mar- Morgan. Morgan. What? Call him Marlin. Morgan. Which, when he was uh, doing the deed, he would close his eyes momentarily, but for the most part, his eyes were open, and like I previously mentioned, no shower curtain, no shower door with steam building up. How did Bigfoot sneak up on him when he's, he's so facing the rest of the room he's a sneaky he boy. turned around at the very end for about one second before it showed the scene of bigfoot doing what we saw it five times afterwards at the just one swipe <laughs> that's how he kills people yeah so that gruesome hair yeah. but he only turned around for one second and we saw what happens when bigfoot runs the entire camera shakes the entire earth starts moving as soon as bigfoot starts to run yeah. so did how did it because every person that would see the dead body of the man in the shower. It seemed to get Marlin of Marlin, Morgan, Martin, whatever you want to say. Scorsese. Yeah. Uh, about he was at least I'd say about eight <laughs> to ten feet away in the corner. So how did Bigfoot close that distance in the time of him turning around? So I had to stop seeing this dude jack his thick shaft off. I think I think Ow, he's Lucas. A, he's Which director. He grew up in the woods. <laughs> I, have you ever had sex? There's a scientific. This is a real question. Have you? <laughs> we're all like, are you saying mid twenties? Yeah. When you're yeah, deprived, you run <laughs> faster. <laughs> you ever no, had sex? I think all virgins. Brain's talking about the blinders effect. I think he's saying. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Is there's there have been actual like scientific studies, randomized, double controlled, blind studies uh, where. Yeah. You I have seen that in a lot of them. Your other senses, <laughs> your other senses are muted when you are orgasming. So that's yeah. why he didn't know. Yeah, it's um, what do they what do they call it in the league? The blinders effect. Oh, no, that explains why Vinegar I can strokes. grow accustomed to Thank the you. burning wax on my chest as I orgasm. Oh why? shit! Correct. Giving a lot of info out there to like. 50 people right now. And I made solid eye contact with you. Did I reveal more about us than me? Maybe. A universe (laughs) pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's dead. Marlon's dead. (laughs) No, hold on. Lucas is ready to move on. (laughs) No, no, no. I think we should move on. I just want to bring it up real quick. We we didn't talk about it earlier. That was James's theory on the shaky cam we talked about earlier. Was that it was psycho? No, it's more about how more strong morb about how strong bigfoot is when he runs the earth quakes before him it wasn't a shaky cam it was a camera that was shaky because, because otherwise i feel camera. like it would have been consistent with his movements that was the only time at least as drastically as it shook that we saw it is the one time we saw him actually run because anytime it implied he run it would cut to the person that was running from him deja vu Damn. I just been in this place. I'm so glad you brought up Psycho because I did think of that. That was my one invoking thought. Oh, now it's cool because you had the same stupid thought. Yeah. Okay. Kind of kind of lends more theory into the De Niro nope. thing. 
It, it yep. reminds me a lot of Martin Scorsese. But anyway, <laughs> Marlon is dead. Marlon is dead. He couldn't find his son. He got. He got. Is he dead though? Because he looked asleep a lot of the shots. He did. There was no claw he marks. Did. Nothing. So, like you said, like a snap so, neck. And kind I of mentioned thing. that, yeah. and Seth goes, "He must be snapping necks." Yeah. But with one hand, that's pretty gosh darn impressive. But I guess with He's a man strong. that shakes the earth when he runs, one strike will do it. Yeah, then we, we get more D.B. Cooper stuff. Morb. A history lesson on good old Dan Cooper and how he pulled off the heist for a minute. That's it. Now we're back to the woods. Which <laughs> I like, actually, because I, I think the D.B. Cooper stuff in the air kind of sucks and the narration kind of sucks. So, like, just get us back to the hunky dudes. Yeah, back to the boys. You get the two boys. Forget D.B. Cooper. And the three boys. <laughs> The two they, boys yeah. is Bernie and the main boy, and the three boys is the other boys. Yeah. And the two boys go off in the woods talking about the boys when they catch a glimpse of Bigfoot, pull their BB guns out, but they don't shoot. And the three boys are also walking, but the one smaller Latino boy leaves the group to go back to the house to shit. Latina. No. It was questionable. It, the it, first scene with that- the shirt on, it, it implied almost like he was a woman. But what friends on a hunting trip in the middle of wilderness that can continue on a random path leave their friend that's about to shit? Especially when it's a contest between the two teams that they set up narratively earlier. Yeah. yeah it's the 70s. Immediately, it was like, okay, they need someone else <laughs> to die real 70s. quick. It's not the 70s. It's the 70s. 71, isn't it? Well, it is the 70s, but so just the, in the 70s, 70s isn't... They didn't we have don't any need a group. Protocols. They're all an ass. The seventies isn't defined by men not leaving their boy to go take a shit. Like or he's wearing shirts. It was sort of a cavalier attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, this one guy that Bigfoot. goes to take a shit, Bigfoot he leaves to go the back door. to the house, yells for Morgan in the house about sixty times, as. A bloody Bigfoot stalks him throughout the house, and he sees Morgan's dead, naked body in the shower without any marks on it, and he tries to fire his gun, but it's jammed or out of bullets, maybe, but he never fired it. So he runs outside where Bigfoot just kills him. Without the gun. Yeah, he drops the gun in the bathroom. It kind of just shows the the shot stops. He kind of just goes like he's going to set it down. And then it's the scene of him running. At no yeah. point did the shot so it show it the just, gun leave his hands. Oh, it just disappears. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. But you get it's a short time between DB Cooper history lessons, because you get another one of how he got on a new plane with his cash and only a few people to run the plane, while the military had like the, fighter jets not <laughs> yeah, far a lot behind. Of some top gun stock footage. Yeah. Quick jet montage. Then we're back to the boys. The boys. The three boys. And um, our main guy ends up hunting with the oh, other the guy. Boy. Bernie is hunting with the other main guy of the boys and stops him and talks about a legends in these forests. This one's name is Noel. Noel, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they end up arguing about, you know, going back without a turkey and a monster and the things where Bernie ends up just gun butting him across the face. Yeah. After he says, look out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's What's so over funny. there? The the no, twist was... the twist makes it pay off, but I was it was very funny and surprising when you did that. 
It's a lie, like Bernie. He's warning him of himself. And <laughs> look out for me. <laughs> and let's go back just a <laughs> second before out. because I feel like wasn't Bigfoot when he peered around the corner and they saw him with these two, and he goes, "What was that?" Another one goes, "Must have been a squirrel." That's the biggest fucking squirrel oh, in yeah. the world. Growling like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a comedy. scary squirrel. What'd you say, Lucas? That's good comedy. I said. <laughs> I was laughing without. I a doubt. did laugh too, but. The two guys in the three-man group with the shitting guy are back at the house, <laughs> one's changing, one's swimming, and this man's got three identifiers too. are short, Latino, and shitting. But the non-shitting short Latino man, he's, a, he's already gone. He's dead, you but know? he was the shitting guy. He yeah, that's what guy. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The short, shitting Latino man. You said he was non-shitting just now. I was oh, he's, okay. he's dead. He's gone. Oh, he's anyway. not shitting because he died. There's, we one, don't see his there's body one working out, and there's one swimming. And this workout scene is so long. Yeah, I messaged but, you guys during this. One. Because, yeah, yeah Seth on. was like, oh, I'm running late. This guy's working out. I was like, fuck, he's got like half an hour still. <laughs> this like workout scene is four minutes. <laughs> It's, he did all the basics though for the vanity muscles. He did some crunches, some push-ups, and he some did. curls. He looks, all he, for looks show. he looks so good that even Bigfoot can't resist. <laughs> oh, like he lets him finish that? his workout. I guess get to that point in the movie because we have to talk to that. About Is there that. anything in between we need to talk about? He just sort of sneaks up there. Yeah, but what else does he do? Well, then he then he loves him for a yeah, second. He looks through the window again from a third story window or whatever yeah. watches him longingly or something probably and he ends up sneaking up to the room where we finally get the first like actual scene where you get to see bigfoot interact with the human Reveal. and it's just him touching his chest and abs yeah. for another 90 seconds like up and down very casually fondling and then we get the oh this is johnny we I get put the his name infamous down. nut shot ground up. It's Johnny! We do get that. Yeah, remember. What the hell, Johnny? We'll get to that. That's coming up. Okay. Because it's right after this. But I want to know which director that this Bigfoot caressing the guy. Which director does that invoke? There's Who only I one director. I already said it's David Dakota. Whoever directed must it Jenna Jameson's films. This is, I mean, if we're being, she's a porn star. If oh. if we, <laughs> if we invoke Steven Spielberg, Duh. I mean, if That's we're right. being serious, it probably is is something like Catherine Bigelow's Point Break. How all of all of those men were so filmed so beautifully and so erotically, even though it was mostly. A non-erotic film. That's that's kind of what I was getting. I, I was getting from here. Okay, so you're now invoking Catherine Bigelow, Oscar winner, male gigolo. Uh, maybe not that's invoking her, but have. doing the same sort of framing device that they're doing in Point Break. Oh, hiring her like a male gigolo. She's an Oscar. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah, he I mean, to that I don't one. know. <laughs> There's been some creepy, like, serial killer meets their victim moments in movies that are like this, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's true. Yeah, but this Sounds is... of the Lambs. This is Bigfoot, though. He's not a serial killer or a We stalker. watched Videodrome. And you kind of have to... Videodrome was awesome. He is, yeah, that was he a is movie. a stalker. I'm just... Bigfoot... 
for lore purposes, is perceived and acts as an animal with no motives besides killing, fucking, eating, and sleeping. And for Where some reason, he's not unlike Where alien. Has ever been perceived? Well, he's an animal. The, the other three are there in line. You'd have to assume that he does the fourth one. But zero reproduction. There's supposed to be only one Bigfoot. I feel like the sexual part isn't there, so it's really they, weird that they, they, they threw yeah, it in well, here. They, they, I'm just saying there's no reason Jesus. Bigfoot should be caressing any human being. Especially like with not showing any sort of interaction except watching. Them. Not yeah, fascinating. It, with the music, it was definitely inferred that he's he part wanted man. to kill him. He's trying that's, to understand the duality of man. Be, uh, that's not, part of this, inferred that he's the missing link, I guess. That's part of the creepy, the creepy stalker slasher killer is he's like a, there's a sexual aspect to it all. That's why he's targeting but all these young not, women. And in this case, he's like, ooh, I, I like these hot dudes. I'm He's same sort of deal. Monkey, part man. There's it's, an attraction there. That's why they're all about hunts. evolution. It invokes 2001: A Space Odyssey. I know. I just feel like the, <laughs> the appeal of Bigfoot is him being an animal while being sorry for kicking the table in the uncanny valley of looking so human yeah. and feeling so human. He's still just an animal. I I like the the added twist of that he also has this sort of sexual perversion, even though he is an animal. That even makes like it even scarier. Part. You like that? It's more terrifying in my bones. Where are these videos gonna uploaded? Are these on YouTube? The Bigfoot fucking? No, of us of your podcast. Yeah, they're on YouTube. They're on yeah. YouTube yeah, because uh, everyone just that listens needs to see the facial expression Lucas just made as he said he enjoyed the sexual aspect <laughs> of that. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, a, it's interesting. Remember, if you're listening on podcast, tune, nights, in, tune in on YouTube as tune well. It's an interesting video one hour and fifty nine yeah. seconds. And what's your YouTube channel? It's, the good, the bad, and the movies. Yeah, yeah. the good and the bad, and the movies. Still tune in because you have to see that facial expression because we all know he genuinely met. He enjoyed the sexual aspect. Of course, of I did. And I know Kelly will listen to this, and she's the one that goes in and goes to specific moments that we mentioned. She does. It's, yeah, at the it's time good. Stamps. It's it's good storytelling to have an extra layer unfold about your killer as the movie goes on. If he's just a nameless animal killing, like a crocodile or something, that makes it less, you know, less human. I don't know. It's, I'd put Piranha above this movie. Yeah. It's its own kind of terrifying to have a killer without a motive, something that kills just for that fun, true. because it's something that we as human beings will never be able to understand unless you've got something just horribly wrong with you. And that's the way you can't get a grasp on their motives is almost more uh, horror-inducing. Yeah. That, in some cases, I think that, that's true. I, I liked how it, it took the, the human twist. He's well, He is he's Michael Myers. He's, you know... Well, believe it or not, guys, we're almost done with this movie. I thought we would have much less to say about this movie since 40 minutes of it is (laughs) non-dialogue. Well, the swimming guy hears a scream, goes to investigate. He sees Morgan's dead, naked body. He hears a growl, so he runs away. He gets killed at the pool, and you get more history of how D.B. Cooper's plane crashed after a sudden upward movement of the tail of his plane. He falls out of the plane. Shoots his parachute shoot out, and he's now falling into Washington. And um, with that, the main guy that we thought was D.B. Cooper finally identifies himself well, as... Where you thought. I didn't well, think it was D.B. Cooper. Well, I thought it was D.B. Cooper for like the first ten minutes while he just walks. But you continue Our calling protagonist. him D.B. Cooper. Our narrator. Our protagonist finally identifies himself as Bernie Doyle. D.B. Cooper's accomplice. Good he turned twist. under him 
in the Vietnam War. Which we passed over this. This kid looks young he as did, hell. Yeah. There's no way he's And he looks Vietnam. ripped. He looks healthy, not traumatized, coming back. It's and he's just on a hike and does not Washington. suffer from PTSD. No. And he time. just casually drops a throwaway line in the narration by Eric what? Roberts. Yeah. Eric Roberts casually just throws away uh, talking about the monster of Bigfoot. And he goes, nothing like the monsters I, I came to know in Vietnam. So we're stealing quotes, <laughs> I see. Well, James forgot his notebook, so anytime he can recall a quote, I think it's appropriate. It's yeah, relative memory. It's well, a good twist. I am actually with He's you, though, because I do Cooper. like this twist. Anyway, DB <laughs> yeah. parachutes into the woods. I'm, I'm on Luke's side for one. To parachute in meets Bernie after the plane goes down, and Bigfoot stumbles upon the last remaining college bro that got whacked by Bernie college earlier. Bro. This is Noel. <laughs> the guy wakes up, and now we get a like a legit chase scene where he chases him through the woods. More shaky cam. Not as intense. Nothing was as intense as that first shaky cam but- shot. Bigfoot finally catches up to Noel, kills him too, and now we see Bernie and D.B. Cooper face-to-face with Bigfoot in the woods, but Bigfoot runs off, escaping some bullets narrowly, and D.B. has Bernie run to go get the truck. He's like, give me the BB gun. I got this. Yeah. And so now we get the full-on D.B. Cooper. title sequence. Yeah. Versus Bigfoot, where they just wrestle? It was a boxing match, strike for strike. It was more like a a judo match for a while. (laughs) Yeah. And it was this man who's had one right hand coming through to kill all the rest of these college bros, as Brandon put it, comes to the point of D.B. Cooper, who looks the least fit of every single character. True. Definitely older. And just parachuted and robbed a place where you would imagine. He is a but. Refuses to take his aviators off. Yeah, and Bigfoot, <laughs> pound for pound. Yeah, Bigfoot made a mistake. with Bigfoot. Bigfoot made a mistake taking it to the ground. He should have made it a purely striking match. <laughs> if it wasn't for that rock, I'd like to think Bigfoot would have still won. Because, yeah, Bigfoot's throwing him around until D.B. Cooper lands a right hook. Kills Bigfoot. Because I thought it was an upkick. Oh, he was like, an uppercut? He, well, like, he was like falling. He was like on the ground as an up kick that he got him. He jogged. Wrapped around. Oh. Yeah, with his foot. Rattled his brain. Glass well, jaw. In the process, D.B. Cooper got bit by Bigfoot. And he Bernie's like, hey, give me the money, man. He did. But he yeah, watches, because Bernie was watching the whole fight, as D.B. Cooper starts to change into a Bigfoot. A vampire. Another twist. A Dracula. Yeah, so then D.B. Is- Cooper becomes a a Bigfoot. So it's not first, it's <laughs> with T.B. Cooper with Bigfoot. But, <laughs> and Cooper and is and Bigfoot. And then but he's, the whole time he's changing into a Bigfoot, he's like, hey, give me the fucking money, man. But eventually he's like, I gotta get out of here. So he runs away and eventually you get one last forest shot with a growl from the new Bigfoot. And you get it's basically the end, but we get all the actors twice in the credits, yeah, which is very the funny same when, as what happened with. A and very cat. funny when Bigfoot comes around the corner, like it's like it's a sitcom. He's like, "Who is it? It's Bigfoot. <laughs> it's me." Yeah, Full House style. Yeah, I'm saying it as Bigfoot. I wanted to mention it earlier. I thought the twist was going to be that, like, and John Stamos. <laughs> As Bigfoot. Before herpes. I thought the twist was going to be that um, Bernie 
was dressing up as Bigfoot and killing everybody to take care of their oh. spot for D.B. Cooper. And then they both mm. see Bigfoot and they're like, what was that? And then my other thought was like, wouldn't it be funny if like D.B. Cooper bit somebody and they turned into D.B. Cooper? There you go. Yeah. Well, that would be that's great. the that end of the movie. It's the end of the movie. We gotta take a break. These claps are undeserved. Which means we can get into some cores. We'll take a quick break. How about Twee? Itch. What is it? Nothing. You just hear stories about out here. What kind of stories? Local legends about some kind of creature roaming these woods. Bigger than a man, stronger than a bear. You can't tell me you believe in those things. I don't, but I do trust my instinct. That's why I'm still alive. You want to head back to the house empty-handed? Come on. These Turks aren't going to shoot themselves. No, look out! No, should have gone back, but he was just as stubborn as I usually am. There was nothing else I could do. Martin Scorsese. Alfred Hitchcock. Who else did we invoke? James Cameron. Catherine Bigelow. Catherine John Bigelow. Carpenter. John Cameron. We... John Carpenter. John James Cameron. Cameron. Jim Carpenter. Yes. Jim Parsons. Mm. The kid from Young Sheldon. Bill Parcells. We invoked it. We said a lot of Simmons earlier. Jeff Fisher. Derek We're Fisher. Like Simmons earlier. They're, what a legend. Making that in the final, in the playoffs, making that point. What was it? Point eight. Buzzer beater off the pass. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say making that point, <laughs> making that one point, making that one point. Anyway, we're through the movie. We finished our technical difficulties on the YouTube feed. Movie. Thank you. It's quote time. James has got one because he didn't bring his notebook. How many do you have, Lucas? Seven, I think. I think that sums up the whole movie. I've got nine. Seth's got seven, maybe seven. Most of them are James, I think. James, do your one. So to start, just right when they're talking about going out, even and out the teams, I'm pretty sure I already even said it, but they're like, okay, well, now there's six people, so we were planning on going out in even teams, and that just makes it better. And the man that got brought out on his bachelor party to go hunting, that's never gone hunting and does not like it, corrects him. He goes, five, I'm a lover, not a fighter. And not a that, killer. Not clothes. a killer. Yeah, not a killer. And he goes straight upstairs to jerk off. No lie. And they go, oh, come on. She hasn't cut your balls off yet, has she? That was the rest of that. She did. Little did they know. Foreshadowing. <laughs> that Bigfoot cut off his balls? No, he just no. fondled He's it. He's a oh, testicle yeah. hoarder. Well, in the shower, it's not necessarily a jerking motion. It's like a rubbing motion. So I think he was Would you rub one out? Huh? Rubbing one out? Oh, just literally rubbing it out. No, I think he was just like... Feeling around, missing his balls because she did cut them off. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Obviously, he ain't gonna bisect me. He got neutered. <laughs> All right, Seth, you're up. You've got seven, eight, nine. We'll do our halves. Okay. Uh, what did he say? He said he has seven now. Oh, okay. I, I always had seven. Oh, That's seven, seven, nine. But I have eight now. So nine, just do half. Okay, I'll do three. Okay. So the first one is D.B. Cooper making his threats up on the plane. He says, 
You should really read that note right now. I have a bomb. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it wrapped in twine. He did. She's like, I'll read this later. And he's like, yeah. You should. Why did he hand her a note if he told her? Zero to 60. Um, oh, this one's from James. When you first get a good look at uh, Bigfoot either walking around or his face, and James goes, uh, he has kind of a Conor McGregor look, which you <laughs> mentioned earlier. Already. Just that walk. Every yeah. time it would show him slowly walking, his shoulders dipped and arms swinging. This is, I think this is also James. It's during the mirror scene where they're shooting guns around. Or just waving guns Is this around, appropriate? So they're watching a whole montage of gay porn and it goes, James just goes, yeah, this guy's gay. <laughs> no, it was the last little chubby one. <laughs> And there's some about him, but I said that when they're at the pool, when he's at the pool, and the guy that gets fondled gets murdered, oh, and yeah. he goes, whatever the name is, yells it, and he goes, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> he was scared. Okay. I think that was another one of my quotes, actually. That's funny. Is it? Let me see. Oh, yeah, that is one of them. There's four. My apologies. Yeah, it was <laughs> no, it, it was good though because that was I guess that was when James said it. But uh, <laughs> he hears his buddy screaming inside the house, and the guy's like, "What is it now?" <laughs> like he's he's dying. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't just like a oh I'm annoyed yell. That's like I'm yeah. literally getting fondled and murdered. Why are you pulling me? So you're closer to the mic. Granted, don't stretch my shirt. This is my favorite shirt. You leaned further away. I thought you were trying to set us goes. up. Lucas. Love the mountains. What up? Your turn. <laughs> My first quote is uh, in the narration when he's talking about meeting the, the dudes out in the woods. He's like, they seem like a great group of guys. They're just like shirtless guys in the woods with guns. <laughs> they did they seem like a great group of guys. They come out like it's a clown car. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the same group of guys, when they're going on a hunt, the leader of them uh, emphatically says, let's kill some birds. I'm going to go out turkey hunting. They love it. Um, Some birds. When he's walking through the house, Some one the of birds. them, I don't even know their names. The second one walking through the house after Morgan's been killed, um, he's being stalked by Bigfoot, and he hears this big, loud, large growl. And he goes, Morgan? <laughs> so Morgan is not making that, <laughs> that noise. Was, that was the little one. <laughs> I yeah. thought you were going to say, is that a squirrel? <laughs> and then in the narration, um, right after he smashes right after our character bernie smashes in another bro's face in with a gun he says there was nothing else i could do <laughs> in the narration there's a lot else you could do you could just leave him alone damn it that was me yeah after a man hits across after hitting a man across the face with a gun for no reason that man was stubborn as i was there was nothing else i could have done i was like why did he do that it shows no scene yeah. of an argument or anything no it was a, just a casual one-line debate between each other Look out! But it turned out it it paid off because he was clearing the area for his buddy Dan. And the, yeah. the man he knocked out did not turn into Bigfoot. No, I like that he took credit for it. He's like, hey, there were a couple guys up here, but I took care of them. Like, you you knocked out one of them, and the other four. <laughs> I don't know how you know they're dead, but they're dead because of Bigfoot. And he not said he didn't hurt him. He's like, I had to take care of one, but he's not dead. So what did he think happened to the rest of the guys? He didn't. He, he just, didn't know. He was just the immediate area was clear. I took it as. Oh, okay. I thought he was yeah, saying that like so. I took care of everybody. Yeah, he said there were others, but he's like the only one that followed me this way. I okay, took care of. I misunderstood that. My bad. So I've had three taken. 
Nice. Like I said, there's so little dialogue in this. Yeah, it's pretty good. So yeah, the stewardess, it's a bomb. I have a bomb. The that makes five of them a lover, not a killer. And the that one you just said. There's nothing else I could have done. So I'll do three right now. Ah, you already said no. this one too, James. But now I heard. Now I had heard stories growing up about things lurking in the woods, and as a kid, those stories scared me. But monsters take on different guises when you're fighting in Vietnam. I thought I'd seen it all, but boy, was I mistaken. Vietnam vet, right. vet and this man casually Scooby-Doo peered around <laughs> a tree as his man that he's working for that has all the money is in a jujitsu match with Yo. Bigfoot. Yeah, you think you'd do a little more to Wildlife he lived. It is the first mention of Vietnam, but let's see. It was just a casual drop, too. It seemed like a throwaway line. Just like, oh, yeah, he's a Vietnam vet as yeah. well. My next one is from the short Latino man. He goes, I don't know what I'm doing next, but I know what I have to do right now. (laughs) Bathroom break. (laughs) (laughs) What a rat. Just need to get someone separate to get murdered. (laughs) He goes, he's like, I won't take a shit in the woods like a bear. I gotta go back to the house. Civilized. Are there bears in Washington Forest? I'd assume yes, right? Bears, like, everywhere. Yeah, Yeah. so they're like, did you hear of bears in the forest? (laughs) And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) And I guess my last one for right now is when... I don't... It's either two sets of two. I don't know if it's the Latino man is left and it's the other two, or if it's Noel and Bernie, but they go... One of them goes, where are all the goddamn turkeys? And the other guy goes... Well, does this answer your question? It just gestures to a pile of bloody bones. And one of the main bone it shows is bigger than any turkey's bone. It's a femur, yeah. yeah it's, it's, does it's this a answer big... your question? I was like, no, not at all. That answered, are, are humans out here dying while they eat all the turkeys we came to hunt? Yeah. Does this answer your question? No, I have more questions. <laughs> question. Is that D.B. Cooper? <laughs> that was D.B. Cooper's bones. His bones. Seth, finish yours off. Fine. Bossy. Where was I? I feel like I an know. alpha change is happening. And it's uh, Lucas's cat. Oh. Jinjo <laughs> is always the boss. This is another one from James. So it's the 20 minutes of the guys posing in the mirror. And yeah, after, like, it's, they're, uh, it's like four guys in a row. All posing, shooting their guns. And then we finally get like an outside shot of the house, and James goes, "We're outside." <laughs> like we'd struck gold. He was so happy to be done with that scene. Um, this is the small Latino man that Brandon keeps referring to. The shit man. The shit man. He's inside the house, and he goes, "You better not be trying to scare the shit out of me. It just might work." <laughs> It seemed like that was a force, like, why is he here again? Oh, yeah, he had the shit. Let's make him say this again so yeah. everyone remembers. Which I had forgotten about. I thought he was just giving him the weakest threat of all time. <laughs> He's like, don't try to scare me because I'm easily scarable and it'll work. Um, that man might have shit his pants. Who knows? He might have. No, he, he ran away out of the house and that's when Bigfoot popped yeah. around the corner. Yeah, yeah. And we never saw his body again. I definitely assumed the little gay guy by the pool was going to run into his body. I did too. Any last one? I did too. Uh, the last one is the one I was writing down when you were talking and I missed everything you were saying. Which was? <laughs> that was the best <laughs> of the worst on the mm. the 
Whatever. If you would have listened to the fucking podcast. Yeah, while I'm on it. Uh, but it's it's towards the end when uh, Bernie, D.B. Cooper's friend, is shooting at Bigfoot. And Bernie's like, do you see him? And he goes, no, I don't see a thing. But he's wearing aviators the whole time. It's like, <laughs> he yeah. can't fucking sunglasses off. <laughs> Bright as hell. In a wooded glen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see anything. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing visors. We didn't know his eyes were just dilated. <laughs> Lucas finishes off. I have three left. Um, so when they're confronting Bigfoot and they have like a Mexican standoff, D.B. Cooper goes, <laughs> just like back in Nam, huh? Except it pays a lot better. Yeah, the Kinda pay funny. is a lot better, like, apparently. And then, this and is then just even, like though the, even though there was it great pay, numb. even though there's great pay at the end, um, after they're grappling, he kills Bigfoot. He's like, oh man, you did it, you killed Bigfoot. And then he goes, no, he got me. <laughs> Talking about Bigfoot. He's like, well, can you give like me the a, money? Like he's Charlie, yeah. And, he got, and then he turned. Um, and then my very last one is, I don't even think I said it right, but it was some sort of the narration, and I was just laughing because... Uh, Eric Roberts narrated it says you can still hear D.B. Cooper howling in the woods. No, he did say that. <laughs> or, or, I mean, a, a Bigfoot, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I immediately, that rose a question. Does Bigfoot howl or growl? Good question. It would be he howls a- at the moon. Does he? Because that's more of a werewolf <laughs> thing. This guy's supposed to be an ape. He's a vampire. Well, so is turning into it, but he did that as well. Yeah, I guess you're right. Nope. I can't believe D.B. Cooper turned into Bigfoot. A Bigfoot. And then right, ha- he, he turned into a Dracula. So it turns out there's not the, there's probably clans. Clans? Cla- oh, yeah. Clash yeah. of clans, it's just Bigfoot. Playing games on his yeah. phone. CCB. CCB. Clash clans Bigfoot. And that's it for me. <laughs> I, I, I got I it. didn't yeah. get it immediately. And I've still got three left, too. Oh, um, shit. They were this oh, Lucas died. There he goes. That was a straight laptop fall. Um, my first one lie. is when the two guys go back to the house to see the shitting guy after he left them hunting. <laughs> right. The one guy goes, I'm going to go change. And the other guy's like, oh, yeah? Into what? And the other guy goes, ha ha, you're a funny man. Funny, funny, funny man. And the other guy goes, that's why they pay me the big bucks. I remember the big bucks. I don't remember anything before that. <laughs> I don't either. Because the big bucks, he was, that was the only time he was so this. animated yeah. talking with his hands. It was, but it was like ridiculous. It wasn't funny. And like, what why the are they paying him for that? Because we never talked about what they did for work, right? That guy's no. a stand-up comedian. My other two things <laughs> are not quotes. Yeah. This first one is from the end credits. At one point during the credits, it said, sound recordist. Maui Holcomb. And then later it says, sound re-recordist. Maui Holcomb. (laughs) (laughs) They fucked up. (laughs) And they documented it within the credits. The same guy re-recorded it all. And my last quote, once again, I said it's not an actual quote. It's on Vimeo because I was like, I don't know how to view this. So you sent me that link. So I rented it on Vimeo for $1.99. I get this movie for a year. But anytime I would like rewind in the movie to take down a quotes in the top right corner of Vimeo was just a big thing in bold that says, you rented this. And I was like, no, I don't want to read the reminder. (laughs) We did. You did. This was not a mistake. You, you rented this. I was like, no. So quotes, there were accumulative 14 plus 9, that's 23 plus 1, that's 24, with 
probably six. So there was probably like 18 quotes between four of us. Small dialogue film. But with that, we're getting into our first R. It's ratings. Oh, God. Critic ratings. Oof. Rotten Tomato. Our first percentage. R, the hard one. Do we have one? My rating? Yeah. This is percentage? No. Percentage. Critics. Rotten Tomatoes. There is one. Yes. Uh, there is one, huh? Is there? I haven't gotten verification yet. Oh, you were asking? Yeah. The whole time I was yes. just heard, there is. <laughs> like, no, there's not. No, it's You're right. right. Lucas is right. There's nothing. I was asking. To, okay. Well, I no, Lucas is right. He's the alpha. He is the alpha. I'm the There Omega. isn't one? There is not one. But there is an audience. Seth, percentage. Ooh. There is an audience. Rotten Tomatoes. 26. James? It's got to be lower. I'd say like... Wait, I'll give it above a 1 out something. of 10. I'll give it 11%. Brandon, tell me. It's, well, like it's the not your rating. Episode. It's the Rotten Tomato rating. What Rotten Tomato is don't, is a don't yes take a or fuse. no if you like it or if you don't like it. It's not like 1 out of 10 scale. It's if you like it or don't like it and then percentage of people that did or didn't like oh, it. So, and that's... so this is all the people who've rated it. Not your rating, yeah. Yes. Okay, so I'm guessing out of them, if it's compared to that and it's really going percentages of liked compared to disliked, I'm still sticking with the 11. Okay. <laughs> my There's no way. I it's, regretted spending half a day. What did you say? Twenty six. Twenty six. Um, as is the thing with these movies, though, they get a lot of fake love, as Drake would say. Um, I'll say wait. I'll say thirty eight percent on more on tomatoes. Thirty eight, twenty six, and eleven. Our winner today. Is James? Oh, it's a fourteen. Nice. Oh, shit. <laughs> he was close. I was waiting That'd for you close. to win if you would have skewed his score, and I was like, "It's Seth," but no, James fucking took it. The man of his word. Once again, no critic ratings on IMDb either. Metascore did not have enough, um, which is why it doesn't like qualify for any of the IMDb ratings. But audience score out of ten, Lucas reverse order. Um. Oof. He's just, oof. Oof. The point? No, I can't do that. 1.2. Okay. 1.3. Okay. 1.4. Do it. <laughs> I was just going to say. You can box either of us in. I'll box me. So 1.2, 1.3. He's going to do it. 1.1. Oh, shit. One of you guys is right. Oh, no. Who is it? It's Slugworth. It's not Slugworth. It's James! It's a 1.3! Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. That's I only picked that to go one above you. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a strategy. He's right our here. outright winner. <laughs> so, we've got no critics. Audiences average a 1.3 and a 1.4 for a 1.35. 13 and a half. Yeah. Um, James is our winner today, so both of you guys owe the audience a Ferris wheel. I thought yeah. it was a Subaru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the old prize. Now you owe a Ferris wheel. And it, Subarus don't even work that well. Like the other day, I drove my Subaru really fast down the street because I knew a girl I like was walking down there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to impress her. What happened? <laughs> it didn't impress her. Those Subarus are broken because of that? <laughs> yeah, no one doesn't get it. Ferris wheels. I don't get it. Brandon gets it. <laughs> Subaru impresses. Lucas probably does. Impress her, impresa. I'm just saying, I'm very clever with the it word. It didn't play. WRXSTI her. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It didn't take her to Outback. I wasn't able to take her home and jaguar her. Nice. <laughs> and freak her. Yeah. 5.7 Hemi. I wish I could have pulled down her pants and Ford Rangered her. I think I'm the only one that's confused right now, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the first one made sense. They yeah. just become ridiculous. <laughs> the Outback one wasn't bad, but... Are they all types of Subarus? Yes! Except the Ford Ranger. It was clearly a Ford. <laughs> the Subaru Ford Ranger. So, yeah, I'll, in other words, I'll... I'll... I'll go in on a Ferris wheel. That's the Impreza. No, you won. A Subaru Impreza. Yeah, you don't have to. A Subaru Impreza is like the sporty Subaru. Fuck that. Anyway, 13 and a half from audiences. Seth, what are you giving this movie lasagna scale? Like, uh... It's tough because it was barely a movie. (laughs) Like, I don't... I've said that before, but this one, like, really was barely a movie. Just on technicality's sake. You know... Uh, so like a f- 15, oh, maybe? <laughs> I thought you were going to say 4 point something. No. 1.5. Huh? 1.5. No, like a 15 out of 10. What? Nice. <laughs> no, it's probably closer to... Didn't he do that? No. What did I give Star Wars? 0. 0.1, 0. 0.2? Point 0.4. This is probably a 1.4. Okay. Maybe. 1. A whole 2. point a higher 1. than 4? the holiday special. 1.4, 0.8. It's bad. This is really bad. Just because it's so boring. Okay. There's nothing going on. James? If I brought my notebook, you'd see that the very first note I wrote was a rating for it before we'd seen it. Just oh, shit. We spent about 25 minutes trying to figure out how to watch this. And honestly, I'm sticking to it because a decimal and a rating out of 10 seems a bit ridiculous. So, uh, 1 out of 10. 1.0 out of 10. Yeah. That I is like, the, like the first or second note in his note. And that's the absolute first note. That's lasagna that scale? Note. I don't know what lasagna scale is. Multi-layered? If we're going multi-layered and we're trying to do a deep dive, which I'm assuming you're doing and I'm not letting you talk to help uh, explain it to me, I'd say it's more of like a, if you burnt the top half, burnt the bottom half, and forgot to put the cheese in the middle. Ricotta? No ricotta. Oh, no ricotta? Someone didn't understand the concept, and they put ramen noodles in the middle, but did (laughs) not cook up. It's lasagna, but it's just more noodles. So you ask on the lasagna scale, and you're like, these guys forgot what lasagna was. (laughs) You put ramen in it. There's a soft-boiled egg in there. (laughs) Okay. I like the twist on the lasagna scale. I do, too. That's great. Lucas, your score? I think think I'm going to give this... A six point no! eight on the on the movie scale. Uh, I, there was a lot of stuff I, I genuinely really liked about this movie. Oh, I like some of the classic horror entry <laughs> examples of it. I did enjoy. I contrary to what you guys did, I guess I kind of enjoyed the structure of the movie, um, where it was just oh, long really stretches of singular moods, singular scenes. Um, that was kind of like a, a creative impulse. It's too director, singular. So I think is he still invoking? I think I think that's just like a, a different way to make a movie in some ways. I don't think you need it's a bad a way. Touch, snappy dialogue. I think you can have these sort of long, moody set pieces. Like I don't need twenty-two minutes of changing. It's a little overdone. Yeah, I'll say that. So that's why 6. it's a 8. six. Can I interrupt and ask an irrelevant question? Yeah, Lucas. Uh, what is your favorite movie? Um, The Gods Must Be Crazy. 
Oh, my favorite movie. I thought you were going to say Boogie Nights. That was a lot more cultured than I expected off what you just described. Of course, this guy's must be crazy. He said that. But I've also, said Boogie Nights before in the past, too. Yeah, he has. It's a tradition in the family. Well, yeah, but Boogie Nights, The Town, Goodwill Hunting. Man, you can't really beat out nostalgia for a place in your heart. Sweeney Todd by Tim Burton. Philadelphia. No. I've got 45 movies I've rated five stars. I think I think I might get to like invoked DB Cooper essentially caught AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) This is a lot more interesting than the bulk of Wes Anderson's filmography. What? (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I'm gonna give it a 1.3. You like the audience? Pretty much, yeah. This movie's ass. I did laugh. But like so how we laughed. Oh. <laughs> I laughed, I cried. I laughed again. Changed my sexuality. For a second there, I really See? resembled with the short Latino man. You know, all that. Yeah. It really spoke to me. But then I remember that it's bad. The short Latino guy. I remember that it's that bad and that it's time. 80% exposition, B-roll, walking, changing scenes. Like, I, I mean, I do like your take on Psycho because I did... I did draw that correlation, but otherwise, just bad. It's just a bad movie. Worse than a talking cat. I thought a talking cat at least had dialogue, which apparently is essential when making a movie. I don't think so. Really? I think you guys are, honestly, honestly, I think that's a very foolish take that you need dialogue or good dialogue to have a good movie. (laughs) I think you need pacing, a decent amount of cinematography. Pacing, I good think, acting. is the important. There's good cinematography right times. Pacing is horrible in this movie. I completely agree. I think. I, I mean, it's not paced like a like an action movie. I think it's paced more like a. Like it's a not slow paced burn. like a movie. Yes. <laughs> slow cinema. We're not comparing it to. We're not comparing <laughs> it to the Fast and Furious John Wick stuff. Some, some Edward it's, Yang, some some Taiwanese cinema like that. No, I, no, I, I don't no, think no. you guys would no. enjoy Uncle Uncle like Boogie if you guys didn't like the pacing of this one. It was it's like a dream dream pace. No, it's not like a, a dream fever pace. It's dream like pee, pace. Walking down a sidewalk yes. and somebody shot a cannonball into one of the panels of the sidewalk, and you're like, oh, that's fucking sucks. I guess we'll go all jagged, and then suddenly it's dirt. And there's no more. Sidewalk. I'm changing my score to 1.1 now. That's You're an welcome. art. It's not an art. All right. It's bad art. And it's, it's satire. Not We're getting into our second art. Bad art. We're getting into Except our second art. It's review time. I'm Lyle. Lyle's bad art. Drop Dead. Fred himself Lyle. is bad art. Drop Dead Fred was way better than this. Brandon, don't. You're not a chance. Him. Not a I'm chance. Not provoking. <laughs> I'm not invoking Lucas. You're I'm provoking, provoking Lucas, him. which may as well be invoking him because anytime he does anything, it's out of provocation. So technically, when you provoke right. him, you're invoking him. You're right. That was a lot of bullshit, and I just did to make myself not sound like an idiot. Anyway, it's it the worked. second. There's a lot art. more art going on here than Fred. Nope, that's wrong. Moving <laughs> on. Wrong. Second art reviews. No critic reviews, but I do have users. There were only eight user reviews in IMDb history. Holy shit. And one of them was the little songbird. No. Damn it. I took five. Any returners? Uh, yes. What? Smells like cheese? You're back? No. There are two returners. Every movie is a ten. There are two returners, and I took two letterbox reviews. Ooh. Cool. First one is by Returner, Band S About Movies. Yes. September 19th, 2018, they say, 
You might be reading this and wonder, should I watch this movie? I'd say yes. You're not going to see another film that has this many repeated shots, this much stock footage. There's literally a 3D render of an airplane used in place of stock footage. <laughs> that was fun. This much ADR. How did I bring that up? The propellers weren't even spinning on that <laughs> CGI plane. It's, that was cool. It's this kind of movie you can brag that you finished. It's 76 minutes of running time. Feels like 76 months. I stuck it out just wondering, would Bigfoot ever battle D.B. Cooper? I'm going to save you time and tell you that yes, they battle. And that D.B. Cooper is now Bigfoot. If you want some explanation beyond that... You're going to need to watch the movie yourself. Two out of ten. There wasn't much explanation beyond that. And it's still a six. In the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a twist again. What Just a because twist. there's a twist doesn't make it good. <laughs> or even mid. It even Seth liked the first good twist. I did. What was the first good twist? I don't remember, but I remember agreeing with that the show Latino he was, meet- was gay. He was meeting up with, no, that he was meeting up with D.B. Cooper. That oh. Bernie, the first, oh, yeah. the first twist was seventy-two minutes into the seventy-six-minute film. Yes, well, that's how twists generally work. That's when they get yeah. pulled off. There we- shouldn't be a second twist after that. And the next ninety seconds—that's where they get you. <laughs> they got me for you sure. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> anyway, it's a twist. Third twist. You didn't know when the second twist was coming. The next reviewer is by somebody that Seth has typed down into his phone. No God, no masters. I do. Yep. Bless They me. say, on April 28, 2018, it is clear the whole aspect of male erotica is to spoof the basic horror film genre of using perfectly built women who jog, shower, and pose to the delight of male audiences. Yes, it was overkill to drive home the point, although Miss Quigley made her living showing her wares in such films. Thank you for Night of the Demons. Once you realize what they're doing, it isn't that bad. It just doesn't get any better. It might be funny to a group of ladies. One out of ten. This person got it, and they still rated it a one, Lucas. Oh, so I'm supposed to conform to them? Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, IMDb reviewer. I I take back all my beliefs and values. This is somebody that Seth looks up to. He has his name written in his phone. I have Seth's phone, too. Not and a true. friend. <laughs> Anymore. I, I, I mean, he's written in my phone as a nomination for best user reviewer. Not because I, like, respect that. No, you do. I, okay. I didn't know that was an option. I'm going to start reviewing on IMBD. You could you win. You should. User reviewer. Okay. Okay. You guys sent me a heart. schedule of your movies. I'm going to go review all those movies. Yeah. yeah. I sent you a schedule. But last... you, will, you probably won't win season six because there's two films left. Well, I'm be... saying... Yeah, no, you're right. Just wait until what I write. Go what? No, no, no. If you go watch Ishtar and you give it a glowing review and speak poetically, Ishtar's pretty ad nausea, I think you might win it. I think Lucas will <laughs> give you his I think Lucas I'll, will give you a five. I'll go in the mindset of like good. the funny Amazon reviews and just go over the top about how this movie saved we- my marriage. Yeah. We That's, we do like a good bit in the review. Yeah. Classic Bevo. It's true. But next David review non returner Irish boy one four one on October twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. Yeah. They say awful, awful, awful. This movie is cheap, slow, and pathetic. At one point, 
I fast forwarded through the slog and it was as if the film should have gone this speed. It seems to be running at normal speed when on fast forward. Dump this pile of vomit in the pit of hell where it belongs. Never watch. You'll be bored to death. One out of ten. <laughs> Didn't get it. That guy's got my vote for the best reviewer just because of the tone you put on. To death. Brandon Reese's phenomenally. He's a good reader. Next is by... Thank you, guys. Yes. Anytime. I love it Except when you Thursdays. I'm so good movies. at reading. Anytime there's a guy that like loves a stupid movie and he talks like an idiot, Brandon's got the perfect voice for it. It was Brandon. <laughs> it was me. That's how I get in character. You ever seen Brandon and the reviewer in the same room at once? No. <laughs> Next is by... Phenoloculus. That was a bad time to mm-hmm. stutter after we just talked to you up so much. <laughs> Can't read. By Phenoloculus. The directing, the writing, editing, and acting. Everything about the film was complete crap and lazily put together. It's just an excuse for the director to make a fetish film. If you're into fetish films, then go ahead and watch it. For those into failed abortions like this, uh, you can start jacking off 20 minutes into the film. Oh, and I think I died a long time ago, and these films are part of my eternal punishment. Ha! One out of ten. He has my vote for the worst IMDb review. (laughs) What a a just stupid, stupid comment. And what was their name? I don't think he's wrong. Uh, uh, (laughs) I like fetish movies. Yeah. Feniculus. (laughs) It was a... (laughs) Feniloculus, never mind. Feniloculus. Next reviewer, my last IMD, IMD reviewer is by Jan Hope. April 23rd, 2017, they say, This is slightly better than most soft gay clothed suggestive <laughs> movies. It, it is a handsome, well-built cast of early 20-something guys who find many reasons to take off their clothes, especially in front of a mirror. There's a Bigfoot, as the title suggests, a- but there are no real special effects. Guys with big muscles in their briefs and a big mansion is the main draw. There is no nudity, but it is probably aimed at the over-18 crowd. Some violence, but no real gore. Beautiful wooded scenery. Six out of ten. <laughs> Good he gets review. It, huh, Lucas? He didn't quite get the like the spoof angle of it, but you enjoy what you enjoy. Do we think this is a spoof? No. No! Wait. You a siren? Yes. Oh, shit. What about you? Ah! Oh, that one's... And then I've got two Letterboxd reviewers. The first one's by Brady. January 20th, 2023. This is like two and a half months ago. They say... I just read this and I laughed. I love when D.B. Cooper said... It's Cooper in time, and Coopered all over Bigfoot. Five out of five. <laughs> that is funny. They, you they, to, you it, need to let go of more. He morphed. <laughs> you need to let him go. I, I found a review that invoked Morbius, and I had to put it in. <laughs> um, what's next? What's the but last it did. The, it did. It what's did. The last Tired of Morbius, man. My last review is by Justin DeClue. DeClue. <laughs> He's got it. They say... He gets it. <laughs> Get they, a clue, man. They say, 
I'm about to watch WrestleMania with pals over the web. Perfect time to listen to the commentary track for Bigfoot versus DB Cooper. Over fuzzy audio, David Dakota and Linnea Quigley joke about their careers. I am not aroused by ripped shirtless young man or by DB Cooper, but I do love Bigfoot. He wanders around in this. He watches shirtless young men masturbating in the shower. D.B. Cooper sits on a plane. Bigfoot slowly moves his hand towards a guy's dick. The shirtless men wander around a big mansion. A horse appears. <laughs> D.B. Cooper parachutes from the plane. There was a Randomly. D.B. Cooper parachutes from the plane. Stock footage. And he lands in front of a Bigfoot. They fight. Bigfoot dies. But he bit him. So D.B. Cooper turns into Bigfoot. Off screen. The end. Did he bite him though? Yes. Yeah, you heard a little biting sound yeah. okay. in the fight. But the main part of that comment is he says he's not what sex how did he word it? Sexually attracted men. How did he word that guy? He's sexually attracted I, to a Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. I, he says uh I'm not aroused by rip shirtless young men. And yet he starts it off with saying, I'm about to watch WrestleMania <laughs> over the web. But this isn't the end. He did say the end, but then he says, time for WrestleMania. And then, edited the review, says epilogue. We watched WrestleMania for 90 minutes, got bored, and we all watched The Postman instead. What a twist! Not applicable rating. (laughs) He just put not applicable. Yeah, (laughs) he didn't rate it. Probably rated that separately. Probably. It's hard to have a clear head after you got off. Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper wasn't in there either. He didn't rate that movie. Like he liked do? it. What was this? He, watched he just wrote a review, but he it. didn't rate it. Review of what, apparently? WrestleMania, Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper, the, and The Postman. The audiobook of the uh, commentary. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, we should listen to that. Or we could look at a horse and get the same thing. When we're watching, uh, the he's coming up the path, and you see the horse in just the corner of the screen behind the fence. And Seth goes, "That doesn't look like they planned on that." <laughs> Wait, James and I both thought it was like Bigfoot lurking behind them, which would have been like a cool if the director was like intentional. Let's put a horse by to trick the audience into thinking Bigfoot's right there. Yeah, but there's no way I trust David Dakota enough to intentionally put a horse in to scare us into thinking it's Bigfoot. it's it's funny because. As I was watching Birdemic at the theater last night, mm. it's funny because I brought Humble this up bird. during Birdemic. Is there's a scene where they're having a picnic on a beach while all the birds are attacking, and there are live birds in the background. I was like, "What the fuck are those?" <laughs> but <laughs> that is the end of this episode. Are you recommending this film, Lucas? Yeah, I think this is a a, a funny spoof with some creative craft laced inside of it. Um, I think if you get it, you get it. If I think you don't, you don't. But you might be the ones who get it. So yeah, I doubt it. Seth, uh, I think if maybe you're really high with a bunch of buddies, it might be a little more enjoyable. Okay. So yeah, I'll recommend it to those people. But James, no, to my mom. Okay. The only time any situation where I could see being high with a couple of buddies and watching this is if you're high on Molly and also homosexual. So no, I would not recommend this movie okay. to anybody. I would recommend uh, maybe outside time, stare at a wall. It will be more enjoyable. Okay. I regret this was my first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also not going to recommend it. 
I am going to say to Lucas, or like echo off of Lucas and say, if you want a good spoof, like horror film, watch Zombieverse. That's way more fun than this was. Zombieverse is so good. Yeah. And so, that's going to end it this week. We hope you liked the episode. Thank you, James, for tuning in. Thanks for having me on. Joining us. Not tuning in. You're not yeah, listening right now. I'm, st- I'm kind of listening Thank only to Lucas, really. The, this is a shout out to future James. Thank you for tuning in to listen to yourself. Hey, and I'm going to say right now, even before it happened, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. To your future self. And <laughs> for all of you diehard listeners, we got Ishtar coming next week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, for right. sure. <laughs> Um, we're tossing between two action Netflix films for the final Red Notice of the Gray Man. And then we got our season six bracket before we kick off season seven, our hundredth episode of the main series with my birthday episode. Fuck you listeners. This is my podcast. Yeah. And your guys's. I'm just a guest. <laughs> Again. So we hope you enjoyed. Like I said, um, have a good week. Send Lucas some recipes. It'd be God, funny that if we didn't guys... even say goodbye or have an outro. This guy's like dying over here. He has He's no to cut it there. He has no recipes. But tuberculosis. <laughs> he has tuberculosis. Literally, too. I definitely saw him <laughs> cough into a napkin. But well, other than that, apple. we're gonna bid you a leg trembling, sweat ridden, <laughs> tear jerking. Penis jerking, tear jerking, homoerotic, sexually driven, Fifty Shades of Gay, the douche. douche. Love you, bye. Thank you for listening to the good, the bad, and the movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at the good, the bad, the movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably the movies. movies.